This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Thursday, September 17th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. <clears throat> an explosion of gunfire on a basketball court left two people dead and two others injured on Wednesday night in Philadelphia. It happened just after 8.15 on the 1800 block of Wallace Street near the uh, Clement Rec- Recreation Center in the city Spring Garden Center. Dozens of people were in the park and on the basketball court when police say roughly 55 shots rang out. Two men a 22-year-old and an 18-year-old both died uh, in the shooting. Police say that they do have video of three males entering the playground <sighs> and then targeting the deceased male. The victim was chased around the playground and shot multiple times in the torso. Two other men also suffered gunshot wounds. Both men are hospitalized at this time. One is listed in stable condition. The other is listed in critical condition. Uh, police say at this point that they have one man in custody who was fleeing in a Lexus with a gun. Two additional suspects are still being sought at this time. Anyone with information about the shooting is asked to contact police. U.S. Attorney William McSwain gave a strong warning to homeless encampment protesters in Philadelphia on Wednesday night. I'm watching this situation closely, he says. If anybody at the encampment defies the police and commits any federal crimes in the process, here is your warning. You will be prosecuted federally to the fullest, excuse me, the fullest extent of the law, uh, McSwain said in a tweet. The warning comes as two encampments continue to occupy two areas in the city, the Ben Franklin Parkway and outside of the Philadelphia Housing Authority building on Ridge Avenue. Despite three attempts by the city to close them down, the homeless encampments are still up and running. Some members of the city's Fairmount uh, neighborhood say that they're fed up and they don't feel safe. So many neighbors have been posting on social media and uh, neighborhood apps anonymously saying that they don't know <clears throat> how and when this will end. One of the One. encampments is building an airport, I understand. Oh, no, well, Stop. that's good. <laughs> Seems like they're there for the long haul, doesn't sure, sure. it? Yeah, yeah. One Fairmount resident said that she saw someone going to the bathroom in the bushes. Uh, she added that for a, the first time in 11 years, she doesn't feel safe in the neighborhood. You can't do that. You have to go to the bathroom outside of the place you work. <laughs> another resident <laughs> another resident said some of By them... By the loading dock. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, load, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Some of them are very aggressive, unfriendly. They don't want you to look at them, he said. Uh, and he said that he can also hear them fighting within the encampment overnight. Campers have blocked off roads and the baseball field. Camp leaders said that they want safe housing. Negotiating with Mayor Jim Kenney hasn't yielded results as deadlines for them to leave have come and gone. And those living in the encampment remain unhappy and refuse to leave. Cell phone video taken from residents and surrounding apartments showed campers taking bleachers from the nearby baseball field to form barriers and practicing forming uh, human barriers as well. Three businesses on Rittenhouse Row reopened yesterday after the pandemic shut them down and then looters damaged and cleared out their stores. After being closed for six months, there was a triple ribbon cutting to celebrate the comeback of three stores on Chestnut Street, Boyd's, Blue Soul Shoes, and Jones Shep. The strip is rebounding from the pandemic and also from the vandalism and extensive looting that took place uh, the last weekend of May following the protest that sparked the death, uh, sparked by the death of George Floyd. After you get over the shock of looking at an empty rack and all of the empty jewelry cases and broken glass, you figure out how to move on, said Joan Shep. Her store has been a Philadelphia fashion staple since 1971. Boyd's was also boarded up until yesterday. The looting was extremely extensive here, says Kent Gusher, the president of Boyd's. It took a long time to clean it up, get an assessment of what we lost, replacing carpets, glass, and cases. It was upsetting to say the least. I'm thrilled, especially after such a lengthy closure. Uh, 
and the looting and protests afterwards to be open, uh, Steve Jamison, the owner of Blue Shoes, says. Boyd's, Blue Shoes, and Joan Shep all hope Wednesday's ribbon cuttings are a sign of hope and encourage you to come to the city and shop, dine, and support small businesses. They said that they've not given up, so they don't want you to mm. give up either. In sports this morning... <laughs> The Phillies lost to the New York Uh, last night at the ballpark. (laughs) The Phillies weren't able to hold on to a 4-1 lead, and the Mets came back to win 5-4. I mean, come on. What the f***? In the ninth inning, uh, reliever Hector Neris dropped the ball on the mound for a block that moved the go-ahead run to second base, and Mets rookie uh, Andre Jimenez hit an RBI single to put New York ahead on their way to the win. The series wraps up tonight, and Aaron Nola gets the start. First pitch is set for 7.05. The NBA playoffs continue tonight as the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat get ready for Game 2 in the Eastern Conference Finals. Jimmy Butler and the Heat lead the series. One game to none. Tip-off in Orlando is scheduled for 7 o'clock. In the NHL, the New York Islanders and Tampa Bay Lightning continue their series in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Islanders stayed alive with a double overtime win the other night and will look to avoid elimination again in Game 6 tonight. The puck drops at 8 o'clock. And Big Ten football is coming back. The conference is expected to announce that they will return next month. The decision was made after several days of debate because of spiking COVID-19 cases at colleges and universities. The Big Ten Conference includes schools in our region, including Penn State and Rutgers universities. Penn State released results of its coronavirus testing for last week with 260 positive cases from its on-demand testing and 28 positive results from its random screening. If the Big Ten can start by late October, an eight-game season and conference championship game in mid-December is still possible. The schedule could set up Big Ten teams to be a part of college football play. Playoffs. And that's what I have for you this morning. Kathy Romano, News and Sports. Yeah. Yeah. Nice job, Kathy. Thank you. Although Bill's probably going to have a word about that coughing in the beginning there, so <laughs> yeah. make sure you get Don't ready. you have a call button? <laughs> Aren't you a professional broadcaster? <laughs> for a meeting later on today. Mm-hmm. Hey. Are you in a meeting today? No, no, no I was no. just kidding. Was, oh, he's going to call you, you in do. the office. <laughs> you do now. Yeah, yeah. So Kathy. Good luck with you that. You do now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but Kathy had better uh, warm up her vocal cords this morning. Yes. Because Kathy's fall activity. Yeah! Yeah! We already found out about one yesterday that we had teased lightly uh, during this break, but expanded on a little further uh, yesterday, which was the fact that Kathy now raises chickens. <laughs> Hey, you know, and that's cool. Yeah. I, I wonder how many chickens we sold yesterday. Yeah. You know, and I'm how many curious. people are starting to build chicken coops. Uh-huh. Did you rotate them this morning? I did. I took a little video. We're going to post it. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Fall activities. So we'll get the fall activities, the official <laughs> list, and a new theme song from Kyle McCarty. I didn't even know one was requisitioned. Who's the singer of this. Casey, oh, hit it yeah. one more time. Fall uh, Kyle did a whole... <laughs> His 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 theme songs are getting more and more elaborate. Okay, right. you know now th- that's what we call the little stinger, that yes. thing that Casey just played. But there's a whole song that comes along with that, and uh, he's he's stepped it up another notch this time around. He's so, amazing. He's amazing. I, I'll tell you, who, I mean, Kathy's amazing for being able to to find. In COVID times? In COVID times? Yeah. Yeah. It's well, great. and there are some uh, COVID activities in there. Good. Oh, good. Activities. We have corona activities. We do. We do. Yeah, yes. I forgot about yeah, that. So that was, that was another one uh, from Kyle. <laughs> so we can we can add that to the list. I'll stall until uh, Casey gets it ready here for you. But. Uh, 
where would that be? Look I... under Corona. Look under fart. No, you know what? Um, it's probably in the box, bro. So right. don't worry about it. Um, we will not only have uh, fall activities around 820, but we also have comedian Jared Freed. He's going to be at Punchline tonight. He's going to give us a call. And our longtime friend, Mr. Robert Irvine, will be joining us this morning as well. He's and out you know and about. We were, we were chatting on the phone last night that he's on a billboard yeah. somewhere in, on, yeah. on the Schuylkill, right? Yeah, when you're heading west on 76, you can see it. Um, on, it's on the left-hand side, but I, I forget what the product it's, is for. We found out it's for Nemora. It's Nemora's? Nemora's. Nemora's. No, if you... Nemora's. <laughs> There it is. Thank you, Casey. spelled wrong. That's why I couldn't find it. Okay. So uh, if you know what that billboard is, uh, Texas yeah. or something like that, just so we know. Because I've seen it as well. And, I, Nick, I have forgotten the product, too. <laughs> it's very uh, effective advertising. We'll have to ask uh, Robert about that uh, later on this morning. He's always great to talk to. So that's in the 9 o'clock hour as well. So uh, we have these things and more taking place on your Thursday morning. So why don't we go ahead and take our first break, come back in a second, and then we'll do a stupid question with some prizes and uh, the entertainment stories that I have to pass along to back in a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Are you in love? Ready to get engaged? We'll visit Steven Singer Jewelers, the diamond experts. I hate Steven Singer.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. So, stupid question this morning is uh, the prize is a carload pass of up to four people to see uh, Nate Bergazzi at the Circle Drive-In Theater in Scranton. It's on Thursday, the 24th, so a week from today. And the question I have for you concerns uh, cats, felines. Really? What are they? A group of cats is called a what? Mm-hmm. So these would be like, you know, domestic cats. Right, cats, right, not, right. Not some exotic cat like or something. cheetahs. Yeah, this is a group of cats. What are they called? Never heard this term before in my life. I don't believe. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. I'll go through some birthdays today. It is Thursday, September 17th, and it is Cassandra Peterson's birthday oh, today. Elvira. That is correct. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yep. And also, she came out of that uh, Pee Wee Herman camp. She was part of the troupe yeah. that he was a performer in. I didn't know she was in the troupe, but I know she yeah. was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, um, she was part of the, the, the group. The, okay. motor, the motorcycle gang. Phil yeah. Hartman and uh, a lot of others were part of that collective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she celebrates her 69th birthday today. Still looking good. I yeah. always liked her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that character was a lot of fun. So. I like the movie that she did. I did. You know yeah. what? I did too. It was fun. It, the, at the very end of it, she's wearing, like, she's already wears really suggestive yeah, yeah, yeah. clothing, but she's wearing this really skimpy outfit and yeah. looks phenomenal. Does she ever do, like, full, not full nude, well, I mean, at least yeah. full topless and stuff? Yeah, she did. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, she might have been in Playboy, but she was in oh, a magazine. Yeah. Okay. Not, not movies, I don't think so. But, Either but way. she's I... done pictorials. If you, you want to see her boobies, you can see her boobies. Yeah, when I was a kid, like, that's all I needed was just the, the cleavage. It was enough. You know? yeah. 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 So she's 69 today. Uh, Phil Jackson, former NBA player and head coach of the Lakers, is 75. Uh, Steve, I believe you just uttered her name uh, the other day. Rita Rudner. Rita Rudner. A comedian and yeah. actress is uh, 67. She's funny. She's very quiet. Yes. She, that's kind of her yeah. uh, her shtick. Uh, Bobby Lee. Uh. Not very quiet. <laughs> I love Bobby Lee. And when he, he was on uh, Mad TV. He's a stand-up comedian. When he comes in here, he <laughs> takes all his clothes off. Yes. I mean everything. Everything. Yep. Full frontal nudity. Not a whole, problem. And, and Kathy, does that... 
bother you at all when no. Bobby Lee takes all his clothes off? No, it yeah. doesn't bother me. It's hilarious, uh, and he's he's kind of he's kind of short, and yeah. and uh, he's I don't want to say funny looking, but he's he's you know he's kind of an oddball character. He's soft. He's got a stunningly gorgeous wife. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. He's in a show on Netflix that I'm watching called Love, and he's yeah. hilarious. He's he has like a small part. He's a friend of the main character, but um, just like the the little bitty storylines that they have for him, and and every time he is on the screen, he's hilarious. It's a radio funny station. Guy. It's uh, what? It's at a radio station. Yeah, she works at a radio station. Yeah, yeah it's a Paul Rudd uh, production. Okay, all right. We love Bobby Lee. Happy birthday, uh, Bobby Lee. It says 49 disputed here on my <laughs> list. So he may be older or younger than that. I don't know. Uh, Fee Waybill. Oh. Lead singer of the Tubes. The Tubes. Yep. Band I always dug. Now, I only know a handful of songs. Right. But those songs I love. This is one of them. She's a beauty. This was a... a I love this song. Great song. Great uh, video. The, the MTV the age yeah. big time. And I think he's some sort of, like, genius. Like a... Uh, I think I remember hearing Multiple that degrees too. and all that stuff. Yeah. It's called Fee. Uh, it's F E E. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is going to annoy me all day. Not Paul Rudd, Judd Apatow. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Thank you. Programming <laughs> they're, they're close. Catherine Romano, Judd Apatow. Uh, Fee Waybill is 70 years old today, so happy birthday to you, Fee. They were known to have, back in their day, really outrageous stage shows. Yes. What I had heard. I had right. never seen them, but so, they, they would, you know, wear costumes and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Baz Luhrmann, uh, the director, the Australian film director. Talented. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet, uh, Moulin Rouge. The Great Gatsby. Yep, correct. He is... Uh... I, I dig that version of The Great Gatsby. I thought uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and everything. It's it, And they released it in 3D. Do you remember yeah. that? No. Like, really? The Great Gatsby in 3D. Yeah. Okay. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Um, did he have that song? Oh, it was a song, like something about cheap yes. sunglasses or something like that. No, no, no. It, it was um, not cheap sunglasses. So bright. No, it was sunscreen. <laughs> sunscreen. 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 So bright. Use sunscreen. Right. But that wasn't him. I mean, no. I think that was a different Boz Lerman. Is Boz Lerman is, Aust- is Australian. And the, well, maybe he wrote that and someone else did the spoken word because that guy clearly has does not have right. an Australian accent. I wonder how that worked out. Uh, it's yeah, gotta, uh, he's how, credited with Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen was the name of it. And so he was a producer on it. And uh, I'll see if I can figure out who actually did the voicing. Okay. Uh, so he is... Um, is that like 16 years, 8, 20 years ago? Yeah, it's 1997, Steve. That was a Y100 classic. Yep, I remember absolutely. Your time. Yeah, Rosala was the, the person that actually did the um, the song originally. Okay. okay. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was filled with Cool, you know, little, advice. Yes, little, little legit nuggets of uh, of wisdom. Uh, he's fifty eight, and then the last birthday is uh, Brian Singer, the director. Uh, brought us Usual Suspects, X Men, X Two, Superman Returns. So there's, you know, uh, after that we talked about the Bohemian Rhapsody stuff, and they took him off the end of like the last ten percent, fifteen percent of the movie. He didn't direct, but he uh, directed he, everything else. He directed right? everything else. But uh, and then you're hearing stories like from the X Men movies. Actors saying that he's difficult to work with. Yeah, and then there were allegations about uh, young uh, men, underage men, yeah, yep. and, and uh, yeah. So I don't know where all that stands right now, to be honest. Mm. Rami Malek just could not stand him. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What do you call a group of cats? Two one five two six three WMMR, and we go to Debbie. Mm. Hey, Debbie. Hey. Hey, Debbie. All right, what do you call a group of cats? A clouder. A clouder. Yes. Oh. Oh. That is correct. 
Was not familiar with that term, a cloud or a cat. Debbie, hang on, because we have for you a carload of passes uh, for up to four people to see Nate Bergatze at the Circle Drive-In Theater. It's in Scranton on Thursday, September 24th. Tickets are still on sale, and you can go to Ticketmaster.com to get those. All right, let's get into some entertainment stories. Brad Pitt. His rumor girlfriend, Nicole Putar- uh, No, I'm sorry. It's uh, a tough name, isn't it? Putarovsky. Yeah, yeah. Have gotten flack for two major things. One, they vacationed at the Chateau in France that uh, he bought with his ex, Angeline Jolie, and they got married on their anniversary. And they blew up a hospital. Uh, and no. Oh. Uh, and she is still married. Oh, yeah, that's right. Allegedly to Pitt's friend, Roland Mary, who introduced them. Uh, the model hit up Instagram to share her thoughts with the critics. Writing, happy people don't hate. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, that got the troll's happy attention. Happy people don't hate. That got the troll's attention, and one user piped up and said, if so, then why you and Brad hate Angelina? Pra- practice what you preach, girl. Snap. Have they come out and said they hate Angelina? No. Okay. <laughs> but I think that they the uh, act of going to the house where they were married is perceived by some as an affront to the sanctity of that marriage, which was a disaster. <laughs> yes. Uh, and she responded with not hating anyone. Yeah. Oh. Mm. And then they responded with eat a bag of D's. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Katie Holmes is smitten with her new flame, Emilio Vitolo Jr., according to People Magazine. Uh, the 41-year-old has been spotted in multiple PDA situations with the chef who reportedly broke up with his fiance via text message just hours before photos of them went public. Uh, and according to a source, uh, they said Emilio is very charming, flirty, it's easy to see how Katie fell for him. Uh, she seems very into him. Uh, she keeps texting Emilio all day long, and Ooh. he loves it. He can't get enough of her attention. LOL. On Wednesday, she was photographed out and about with him, most recently on Sunday. What? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? On Wednesday, she was photographed out and about with him, most recently on, on Sunday. Sunday. Yep. Okay. Doesn't this feel like Wednesday? Mm-hmm. You're so right. Uh, she. Broke... Oh no, we're in a wormhole. Yeah. It's gonna make dating really difficult. And then this stupid story goes. What into day is uh, this? Day <laughs> I think it's Sunday. Uh, pass. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Chrissy Teigen was ordered to bed, and now she's realizing that she is meant to take the orders literally. She shared her marching orders earlier this month, but then admitted on Instagram story, I don't really know that bed rest, I didn't really know that bed rest was in bed. I only thought bed rest was you just have to really, really relax and stay home. I thought it could be couch rest. But now I'm in trouble. Now I need bed rest. What is she under bed rest for? Uh, she's pregnant. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot. Yeah. Yeah, so, because most people don't listen when their doctor tells them bed rest. So that's I'm why right. people, I, uh, people think it's not actually in bed, but when, it's supposed to be. When Ben was born, my ex-wife had to be on bed rest for like the last month of the pregnancy. And it was awful. I mean, you can't do anything. You can't go anywhere. And it was in the middle of the summer. It was hot. It just, it's a, I feel bad for Chrissy Teigen. We had we had a friend whose uh, child had to go, go on brain rest. I think I told you that's guys. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stay away from screens and other photos. Mm-hmm. No reading. No reading either. Yeah. I mean, like nothing yeah. uh, to, to give you stimuli. It's very strange. Did, did that work or did yeah, it do what I mean, it was she, supposed to do? She had got to. better. She, yeah. she had had these seizures and it was really weird, That's anomalous. Crazy. Yeah. So, but I, yeah. I don't know if I could rest, rest my brain. I'm too stupid. Mm. Uh, it's already at rest. Yeah, yeah. You didn't yeah. know that. Uh, it's a bit of a difficult pregnancy. She said, I feel good though. 
I will say that I'm probably being punished for talking so much about how great the first two went. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, pregnancy's awesome. But now I get it. I get anyone that thinks it's not so awesome but very happy to be carrying this baby. Is uh, it is it uh, the case? Uh, can, is it possible to have a really good first pregnancy and sure. you, and then the second becomes more difficult? Yeah, yeah, huh. I think they can go all over the place. All right. It's also really um, it's possible to have a really difficult first pregnancy. Is it the, is it the norm? One. Um, I don't know what yeah. the norm is. Right. Uh, Luna and Miles are the kids that she and John Legend have on Twitter. She wrote, uh, "Been in bed for about uh, wait for all but five minutes the last twenty four hours." Uh, here till next Tuesday. Lord, it's kind of crappier than it sounds on punishment for saying the first two pregnancies were easy peasy. How much would you love having a doctor order you to stay in bed? No, oh, my God. I, I actually wouldn't like that. I mean, listen, I, and I'm probably the laziest of all of you guys. Right. Um, but, you know, when I want to get out of bed, I I, I want to get out of you bed. You get all fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get all fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> you get right upstairs now. Uh, I would need, um, you know, a video game system yes. and stuff like that uh, to a fridge. have something. A fridge. To yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> toilet. Oh, definitely yeah. a toilet. A yeah. walk. I need a server. A bedside walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Wendy Williams isn't above spying on her neighbors. She I conf- do it all the time. <laughs> she confessed on Late Night with Seth Meyers. Uh, the 56-year-old admits that she looks out of the window with binoculars she said, in the shower is right there at the window, and I watch, but not. And then she said, also admitted that uh, quarantine hasn't been too bad. She said, I'm a recluse by nature, so being in the house is not a big thing for me. I'm surrounded by all my good stuff, and there's good food, got my cats. And I have a walk. <laughs> I spent a lot of time thinking about what new life is going to be like. Um, all right, so not to get into a full discussion about this. About but Wendy I, Williams? No, no, oh. about binoculars, uh, living in the city and using binoculars to look you know, in the cityscape, because I know somebody that actually in the does cityscape that. or yeah. in your neighbor's I, I, apartment. I think well, your I think your question is this, yeah. if I may. If yeah, if you have binoculars, you can look across. I yeah. think you can. No, it's, what? No, it's your I, neighbor's I apartment. I think it is. If you are in your home <laughs> and you are and they, you mean like legally or like? Is this morally I would think, okay? Le- I would think legally, I, I, and that is legit question. And morally, is it? A, is it a now morally is a different? Yeah, morally, you, you, you want to honor someone's no, privacy, right? No, too. But mm. yes, I don't think it's the, the appropriate thing to do. But if someone is not hasn't drawn their curtains and they're marching around, and you know, and you are in your home with binoculars, yeah, I think you could do that. I don't know. If, I don't know if correctly. I'm saying it, that it is legal, and that that's right. I think if you're looking at a hotel, it's morally okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Those exactly. people are on vacation. They don't care. They're never going to see you. They're you're never going to meet. Me. They don't care either. <laughs> Have at it. Take a look. So apparently, there's a guy who's taking a shower all the time that I, she sees, right? Uh, in the story, the window yeah, Williams story. I, guess so. Yeah. I have smashed my junk against a window at a hotel just for fun. It's kind oh of required. Yeah. 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 Just we, for fun. When you're in a high rise, oh, God. When you're in a high rise hotel somewhere yeah. in a city. Oh, no, I did it in the, the lobby. Drunk, yeah. <laughs> uh, I did it at dinner. The ice machine. Uh, so sh- you'll have to cover your testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a hotel. <laughs> her show returns September 21st, by the way. She looks so weird. She looks not real. I mean, she's yeah. had a lot of work done to her face, and, and there's uh, the makeup that she does is very, very heavy. It's just... She looks like a Muppet. I think it's from <laughs> being in L.A. I mean, you know, yeah. it's that... Uh, Look it. So the, the, I, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Picture's up in the studio right now. <gasps> uh, <laughs> how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like Joan Rivers. I mean, just yeah. through the years, it just got mm-hmm. worse and worse and worse, and that's kind of what she's doing to herself, too. Uh, Sharon Stone knows that she's still a sex symbol, and while she's cool with it, uh, she also thinks she? it's kind of silly. <laughs> well, she said, well, she tells town and country, people still want to see my boobs. I'm 62, she said. It's like, really? Grow yeah. up. <laughs> uh, she then reportedly threw her arms up and joked, but also, here, here's some boobs. If you still want to see my vag, just drag it three feet behind me. <laughs> yeah. Now, Sharon, Sharon Stone has gone the natural route. She is yeah. aging naturally, and, you know, that's that's cool, as opposed to getting all that tinkering done like Wendy Williams has. You know, you yeah. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the thing with uh, uh, Sharon Stone is, and we forget, uh, they've been showing the movie Casino a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's really good in that. Yeah, she's she phenomenal is. in that. So she's a, just a horrible character. Uh, yes, you want to you kill her. But she's great yeah. as an actress. I agree. Uh, Kate Gosselin, haven't uttered that name in a while, wow, seriously. Mm-hmm. tells people that her ex, John, is abusive. Uh, she's responding after their son, Colin, accused her ex of hitting him. Uh, she said, I'm done hiding, and we'll say this unequivocally, John is a violent and abusive person. They're Has still this... fighting. Oh, they're still fighting. God, do they hate each other. Which is guts. pretty wild because it, you know, on the show, it always seemed like she was the dominant one, that she By far. ruled. She was the one who had the most mercurial temper. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know who to believe. But we had him in the studio. Yeah, it's he was always like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so they, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I guess we have to believe her because she was the first one to say it. Yeah, yeah. right. Dibs. Yeah. No, not I got, her. I got dibs no, on abuse. Not her. Their son, Colin, uh, yeah. who is the one who accused him of, of doing this. Uh, and I actually saw the story a couple of weeks ago. Does he still live locally? I don't know. Because he was for a while. And yeah, he was, I mean, he was he's DJing at a library or something. He's from Why I'm Missing, so. Right. Uh. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. All right. uh, Sopranos alum Lorraine Bracco picked up a bargain home for $1 in an underpopulated rural community in Sicily, and she will document the adventure of redesigning the home in HGTV's My Big Italian Adventure. A dollar? Uh, Which is coming out October 3rd. Yeah, sometimes you can buy. Right. Like an auction or whatever. Yeah. 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 And it's probably like in tatters. Foreclosure or something. In a really crappy, you know, undeveloped area. I've watched like House Hunters International and one guy, it looked like he basically bought uh, a a blown out dungeon. Right. And, you know, know, all right, I'm going to buy this for, for five lira and then, you know, invest a million Six into lira. it, yeah. <laughs> no, and then you know, and yeah. then turn it into something. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a statement, she said, "I believe life is an adventure." When I saw the article that you could buy a house in Sambuca for one euro, I jumped on it. Uh, so I came on the plane. I bought the house. I'm very excited to be here. Met, uh, meet, and work with locals and live amongst them. I'm here to pay homage to my family that comes from Sicily. We, she said. we don't like you. <laughs> we don't like what you were doing here, and you should go back to your home in the United States. Hey, how about this, Jim Carrey taking on the role of Joe Biden on SNL? He will be. He's the huh? one who's going to portray him. Yeah. You know, he had auditioned for SNL for years when he was just starting. And Who, never Jim, got on. Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey had, yeah. So wait, is he a regular, or this no, is no. just a special? No, it's like Alec Baldwin, you know. The, like the, a reoccurring? Yeah, they'll, okay. they'll bring him back for one or two sketches, they and had, that's it. They had two Bidens last year. They had uh, Woody Harrelson was doing it for a stretch, and then uh, Jason Sudeikis as well. And uh, they both were good, but Jim Carrey's facial expressions are so dead he, on that he, he can contort it yeah. into anything. So, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, Steve, I guess uh, Living Color uh, picked him up instead oh, yeah. of SNL. And, and it began. Mm-hmm. Did you remember when he was exploding? With, oh, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. And uh, the Ace, fire Ace Ace Jam yeah. and loved and him. The female bodybuilder. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, so, Lauren Michaels, the creator of SNL, said of the project there was some interest on his part. And then we responded, obviously, and positively. But it came down to discussions about what the take was. And he and Colin Jost had a bunch of talks. Uh, he and I as well. Uh, he will give the part energy and strength. And he said, hopefully it's funny. So they're going to be back in the studios at Rockefeller Center. I don't know what the status is as far as audience being allowed in. Right. Hmm. Uh, so it, it, if they first start doing it this this way that they're talking about it, it's going to be a lot like SCTV. It's going to be skits, yeah. sans no, response. No response. Yeah, no laughter. That was SCTV. Yeah. It was these canned bits. Yeah. And uh, you just, you know, hopefully you laughed at home. Yeah, you have to know what to laugh at. <laughs> I was watching, uh, Steve, I was watching Fallon last week, I think. Um, yeah. And he, uh, he's back in Rock Center right. as well. And I think Seth Myers is either coming back this week or next. He, um, he's back. Th- he was back. This week, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, but Jimmy uh, Fallon was saying that they there's no um, camera operator, so it's it's a really pared back. You, you did hear people laughing though. So there, I did. There, yeah, there, there are there are whether I don't know who's there, but there's got to be some people there. I think that are like writers running. or yeah. directors or, or staff or whatever are laughing at some of them. But it's a different. It's like he's doing a show in his living room still, but it's just in back in the actual studio. A hmm. uh, Texas man who threatened to rape and murder Taylor Swift in disturbing fan mail was sentenced to 30 months in prison on Wednesday. This is their stalker. Oh, is this the is this the guy who's been traveling all around the country? Yeah, Eric Swarbrick, uh, 28 years old, sent more than 40 letters and emails to Swift's record label in Nashville in 2018. Uh, the letters became increasingly violent as time passed, with Swarbrick eventually writing about his desire to rape and kill Taylor. What's weird with these things is that it starts off with complete adoration, mm-hmm. And they don't get the response that they want, and that love yep. turns to hate. Exactly. And that's what happens. In one letter, Swarbrick said that he would commit suicide in front of Big Machine Records CEO Scott Borchetta. Do it. If he was not introduced to the now 30-year-old artist. Uh, three different times, Swarbrick drove from his Austin, Texas home to hand-deliver the letters to Big Machine headquarters in Nashville. Oh, boy. After uh, his two and a half years in prison, Swarbrick will be under three years of federal supervised release. Uh, he was charged in September 2018 with interstate stalking and sending interstate communications with the intent to threaten. You remember the whole John Hinckley story? He was actually on his way to go kill Jody Foster, mm-hmm. and the Reagan was a detour. Yeah. In October 2019, he pleaded guilty and a part of an agreement with prosecutors. A different Taylor Swift stalker in New York was sentenced in April of 2019. Oh, okay, so it's not the same. Uh, to four years in prison for repeatedly breaking into her Tribeca <clears throat> townhouse. So that guy actually broke in. This guy was just sending threatening letters Could or be hand-delivering them. A reality show here, though, Preston, uh, like a house where they keep all the Taylor Swift stalkers. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And yeah. then one by one, they're voted out. Tay Stalk. Tay Stalk? Yeah. I love it. Chris Rock has hosted the Oscars twice and says he'd do it a third time. And he also tells Hollywood Reporter that when he and Steve Martin turned up at the comedy store the night before the Oscars, and uh, or that they did do that, and they uh, the crowd went wild. He said, me and Dave, meaning Chappelle, he said, we don't give an F. Uh, we're there all the time, and people will usually give us a big ovation, he says. But when they saw Steve Martin... He said it was like George Washington coming off a dollar bill. He said, <laughs> I can Os- imagine. He said the Oscars were fine, but that was the highlight. Wow. That's pretty cool. That yeah. is cool. I like that. 
He's on the next season of Fargo on uh, on FX. Steve uh, Martin? No, um, Chris Rock. Oh. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I thought I saw a little teaser for that recently. I watched the first season of that show. So did I. It was really good. Okay. Uh, it was with Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. And uh, then I didn't watch any of the other ones. Um, uh, yeah, and yeah. it's not because it wasn't good. You just no. There's other stuff to watch and you forget about it. Mm. Santa's got to go. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel is as prepared as he can be to host a virtual award show on Sunday, the 72nd Emmy Awards. Uh, and he said, uh, no problem. What could go wrong? As <laughs> he was talking to the Hollywood Reporter. He says, if something happens technically, I will be touching upon all the skills I've acquired over the course of my life. He said, I know one magic trick. I can kind of juggle, and I guess I could draw caricatures of the crew. Uh, we're heavily relying on Wi-Fi for the Emmys, uh, more than any show has ever before. So what they did last night was the uh, American Country Awards? Was that what it uh, yeah, the CMAs, Country uh, Music Awards, something. Yeah, or the, or the uh, the Adult uh, Video Awards. Oh, the AVNs. Okay. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I get them confused. Uh, but uh, so a, a lot of what oh, they the ACM. It's the yeah American Country oh, something American nah, Country whatever. Music. No, no, right. No, 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 no. All right, but anyway, but uh, Academy of Country Music. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's the Association of Concerned Mothers. Yeah, that's uh, better. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, they have there's so much pre-production now that you're basically watching almost like a clip show of the awards because they can't obviously be doing them live. A lot of that live, the performances are mostly canned. Hey, wait a minute. What? There was apparently a tie. What? For Entertainer of the Year, Carrie Underwood and Thomas Rhett. Oh, How does that happen? Uh, Make let, up your let, mind. Let's read. Let's find yeah. out here. While the award is hallowed, uh, is a hallowed one among country musicians and fans alike, some fans weren't terribly pleased to see it split between the two singers. Um, And let me see here. I I don't know how they justify this. Um, It doesn't say. This is just basically going on on reactions to it. But but right now it seems that there there was a, a, a split in that award and they were both awarded the award. That's it. Yeah, a tie. Do, 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 for example, there's never been a case at the Academy Awards or the Emmys where, where two people have won the award, right? No, and, and where, I'm where, curious. Where it's, a, it's a tie? I'm curious how many, it, it had to have been a voting split down right. the middle, you know, for the Academy. You, don't you think they might make sure that there's an odd number of voters? <laughs> just <laughs> Don't you think? In case? Yeah. Uh, but then again, maybe some people, you know, decide not to vote and, and they or, came out with an even number. Maybe so. they don't know what an odd number is. Okay. That number's odd. That, six is odd. It's all, I, mean, I mean, it's not odd. It's all curvy. It looks all squirmy and curvy. Wrong to see. Uh, interesting. All right, yes. Well, huh. I do like Carrie Underwood. She's uh, gorgeous. I'm looking at a picture of her. She's quite beautiful, and she really has a legit, powerful, very... Uh, beautiful singing voice. I remember. I don't care. I hate country music. I can't stand it. But yeah. she was a really good singer. She had. Remember that there was some sort of thing that happened to her face. There was a cut or yeah. something. Yeah. And I remember. All right. <laughs> reveal the picture. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> where? And I'm looking at my face in the mirror, like you're upset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had a split. That's really weird. A tie. All right. Anyhow, uh, the Emmys are this weekend. Oh, see here. Oh, uh, movie theaters are bracing themselves for a rough patch as Tenet has had a slow start, and Wonder, Wonder Woman two delays uh, its release until uh, its release date until Christmas. And uh, according to Mike Sedano, owner of uh, New Jersey's Showroom Cinema in Asbury Park and the Beach Cinema in Bradley Beach, 
tells Variety, movie theaters need three things to sustain themselves. They need profits, they need people, and they need product. And this pandemic has affected all three. Uh, So they're still forecasting that things are not going to be where they need to be. I I think it's premature to think of things really hitting the ground running right now. But I think as you get towards the end of November, towards Christmas, you might see an uptake. People are more naturally inclined to go look for big movies, like the Bond movies opening at the end of November. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 putting them in there. Yep, we'll see. But people are still hesitant to yeah. uh, to congregate. Uh, Tenet so far has brought in twenty nine point five million dollars in two weeks domestically. It would have been over a hundred million. Yeah, right now, easily. Yeah. I would imagine. Uh, let's see. Jerry Harris, star of the Emmy nominated flicks uh, Netflix hit Cheer, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, has denied allegations that he has been soliciting sex for minors. Is it, <clears throat> is it in fact like a like a, a cheer like a bring it, it on it, kind of thing? It's a documentary about this. Um, it's like a junior college right. in maybe New Mexico, Texas. I think it's in, uh, Navarro, Texaco. Well, no, in Navarro ju- College, case. Navarro College. Okay, mm-hmm. and and they are just perennial champions, right? People just go to the school just to cheer. Okay. You know, it's it's like, the, you know, people go to Alabama to play football. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, they have a, they have a stellar program. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 21-year-old spoke out via his spokesperson saying, we categorically dispute the claims made against Jerry Harris, which are alleged to have occurred when he was a teenager. We are confident that when the investigation is completed, the true facts will be revealed. Uh, 14-year-old twin brothers, uh, cheerleaders, have claimed that Harris harassed them online and in person at cheer competitions when they were only 13. At the time of allegations, uh, Harris would have been 19. So I don't Have you seen the crazy amount of law commercials now that are talking about if you've been molested in the Boy Scouts? I've seen one or two. Yeah, yeah the Boy Scout ones. I, I, yes. It's been crazy yeah. how many commercials have been popping up. Yeah, so they're, uh, they're, they're definitely seeking people who yeah. had something traumatic happen to, to come out and, and do something about it. Star Wars star John Boyega is stepping down as a brand ambassador for the British perfume and candle company Joe Malone after a video he starred in was reshot for the Chinese market. He said, I've decided to step down as Joe Malone's global ambassador when I joined the brand at their first male global as their first male global ambassador last year. I created the short film we used to launch the campaign. It won the Fragrance Foundation Virtual Awards. Ooh, that sounds good. 2020 for Best Media Campaign. It was actually a tie, Preston, with Carrie Underwood. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's going around. Uh, the ad replaced uh, Boyega with actor uh, Liu Horan, who is from Detective Chinatown. I'm not familiar. But he said, their decision replaced my campaign in China by using my my concepts and substituting a local brand ambassador for me without either my consent or prior notice was wrong. The film celebrated my personal story, showcasing my hometown, including my friends, and featuring my family. While many brands understandably use a variety of global and local ambassadors, uh, dismissively trading out one's culture this way is not something I can condone. It's back-to-back, but I assure you this will be dealt with swiftly. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have time for nonsense. Deal with it swiftly. Uh, he said, we press on and strong. Stay blessed, people. His uh, his spokesperson, Bill Weston, said that they John will move. John Boyega's going to deal with this swiftly. Yeah, we'll move along. <laughs> swiftly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Vice's fledgling TV distribution arm has gotten off to a good start with a package deal with Hulu. Uh, the streamer snagged 100 hours of Vice TV shows, including the... Hulu's low! 
The wrestling doc series, The Dark Side of the Ring. Is there a Lou yeah. in this story? No. no. Uh, the Dark Side of the Ring, uh, Bong Appetite. Is that where they get high and cook food? Something like that. Yeah. The wrestling series, I have seen a couple of episodes. So it's The Wrestler. Okay. In real life? Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, like documentary style? That way. Whoa. So they cover what's going on. The warts and all. Wow. Okay. And bon appetit. Uh, also, Hamilton's uh, pharmacopoeia. Yeah, and bon appetit, they use marijuana ingredients, too. So ah. they, they do get high, but they also use a lot of pot-infused um, food items. And also a show called Weedikit. Huh. So that's another marijuana show, I guess. And 60 Weedits. It's spelled W-E-E-D-I-Q-U-E-T-T-E. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, like uh, and etiquette. perfect weedsters. Yeah, twenty-two weeder. I can't. Even. <laughs> I, I should have just said the f bomb just to bail on that joke. <laughs> you tried. It never made it to you air. tried. I wasn't listening. He was what going did, for twenty twenty. What did right? you say? Well, I can't. I can't even do it. My tweety my... tweety. <laughs> That's better. Twenty Tweety. Twenty Tweety. That's what I went for. Because yeah. if go. I said Tweety Tweety, then you would have been like, I don't know what, what the hell does that mean. Yeah, exactly. Twenty Tweety. I'm surprised you didn't go with like an 80 sitcom. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had already done that, right. and I was going on his 60 Minutes. <laughs> it's it's hard. Yeah. It's hard, I immediately yeah. went Date Weed. Right. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. That would have been better. Date yeah. Weed would have been I good. Like date yeah. Weed. Yeah. yeah. And the um, Nightly Weed with Weed Weeding <laughs> Stick. <laughs> By the way, Weedy Kid is a documentary series, and it's about the science, culture, and economics of the legalization of cannabis. Also documents how medical marijuana has been helpful and effective treating uh, treatment for people that struggle with severe illness, such as cancer, etc. It's on right after Little House on the Weed. (laughs) Also, people like to get high. Uh, That, too. All right, we're ready for clips now. All right, we were just talking about this yesterday. Um, Casey was highly recommending this. Actually, a few people were. The Social Dilemma. Yeah. New docudrama that tackles the dangerous human impact of social networking. In this clip, director Jeff Orlowski discusses one of the takeaway points from the film. Here we go. If you're not paying for the product, you are the product. I pay for my Apple computer and my Apple phone. I pay a lot of money for that hardware. You get FaceTime with it. You get all these platforms that were designed for the user. How is it that Facebook and Google are worth so much money when they don't cost anything? If you're not paying for the product, you are the product. Yep. Interesting. And it, and that's right. That's why. Yeah. And so, listen, the truth of the matter is company like Google and Apple, and they, they buy off politicians like crazy. It's what the, So th- when there are things that should be tended to are things like people's information being traded without their consent. You say, well, why, why isn't anybody doing anything like this? They pay to make sure nobody does anything about it. Yeah. And so, but yeah, that's, you are, your information, your purchasing uh, attitudes, the reason that you look at something on a website and you see those, that those ads, ads for something you just looked at popping up on other websites, it's all part of it. But chances are, when you signed up for this thing, there is probably in the agreement... You you have it, did you actually read the agreement? You, no, no you one didn't. reads the agreement, and so therefore you've you've handed that information over. Sometimes they Legal. will ask if they make an upgrade in the system. Are you you know will you allow this? Yeah, and it's funny because there's there's a um a, I told you guys about a web browser Brave it's called, mm-hmm. and it it does the it does 
very extensive ad blocking. You would not believe how fast the Internet moves along without that. Now, mind you, that's also how companies, you know, make make money yes. and, and, and keep people employed. So it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. All right, last clip. And I like it because this one is about a show that we love called The Boys. <sighs> a group of vigilantes try to take down a group of superheroes owned by an evil corporation in The Boys. And in this clip, Carl Urban describes the mindset of his character, Billy Butcher. Here we go. He, he is Machiavellian in nature. He is a deceiver. He's highly manipulative. He is very dangerous. He has got skills that, uh, you know, brutal physical skills. And he has an agenda. And he has a goal to take down this elite group of, of superheroes. So here's my question about Carl Urban, because yeah. he was here in our studio, one of our all-time favorite guests. He yeah. just was the nicest guy and very funny. Um, in the show, he looks big and imposing, even against some really big people, like he, the guy who plays M.M. I remember him being big in here. Did you? Because I do. He I was don't. taller. Yeah, he, he was, he's, um, I, I do. I, I That's my impression of him when he was okay. here. He was larger. Uh, I he, didn't He's get beefier in this. He yes. certainly, I think the beard certainly makes him look that way. Yeah. Uh, his, his performance as Judge Dredd in the movie Dredd is one yeah. of my absolute favorites, mm -hmm. and he's big. You can see him in that, okay. you know. All right. He is so damn good at this he is so because great. he really does, and with a lot of these characters, um, he his he just wants his his wife. Yes, and he wants to have the relationship that was robbed from him by one of these superheroes. But a switch was thrown. Yeah, and it it he is he has a something inside him that makes him uh, relentless. I mean, he just... relentless sometimes to the damage of other people. Yes, the yes. collateral damage. Yeah, he overlooks yeah. right uh, the. Uh, some things. And Starlight, is that the... Uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the actress who plays Starlight, I... She's great. I'm kind of in love with her. I love her. And what's funny about that character is when they pretty her up, when, when yeah. uh, Vought... I don't like that. I prefer her daddy down version. Her hometown there's, there's, girl. There's, I think yeah. Vi maybe Vice did it. We were talking about Vice. But they, they, had, they, they had them playing that game that the cast... Where they were, they're sitting there, and you know, you ever seen the game where, where uh, who's who's the the funnier one, and and the cast members are standing behind and they point. Oh you know, yeah, oh yeah, and, and it's actually it's a good segment to watch because th most of them are there, and you can see them in their regular civilian clothing. Yeah, and yeah, it's a good looking cast. So season two, episode five, of the boys begin streaming tomorrow on Amazon Prime Video. If you're a superhero type of person, and you haven't started watching this show. I think even if you don't have Amazon Prime, it's worth getting just for this. It's so good. It is. I mean, yeah. where you want every minute, and you never know <laughs> from minute to minute if even your favorites will die yeah. or what's going to happen. All right. There's your entertainment report. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment and uh, dive into whatever we want to get into. One of the things we will do roughly an hour from now, Kathy's Fall Activities. Yeah! And a new theme song and everything. So we'll be right back. Stay with us. Hey, gang, it's safe to say we've never seen anything quite like 2020. Challenging, uncertain, unprecedented. Go ahead. Pick an adjective, any adjective. We'll wait. 
We've been through a lot, probably with more to come, but we've stuck together like Philly always does. It's pretty easy to feel helpless, but there are a few things we can do. Like social distancing, avoiding large crowds, and wearing a mask when you're out in public. It might seem like a pain, but it's nothing compared to what some people are dealing with. So let's do the things we can do while we have to, and we'll get this great city and great country back to normal. A message from your friends at 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. The uh, text message you want me to do this little shout outs here is Pres- yeah. Presbo, I'm power washing a huge room right now. Yeah. Listening to you guys. Happy? Absolutely. Nice. I say so. Pa- you're power washing inside a huge room? Well, it's full. That's got to be cool. Oh, you're going inside. And, well, it's yeah, too chilly outside. Yeah, yeah. You have to power take a oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I power wash my dishes every night. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would get them clean quick, wouldn't it? It would. Also shatter them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I had a question. (laughs) About power washing. Okay. We were going to go into a topic here in a moment, but let's first field the question from Casey about power washing. It's either a yes or no, Preston. Okay. Can I power wash my grill? I have a Weber grill that I think... No. no? Are you Mm. sure? No. You can take it off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Absolutely. As long as it's... uh, Yeah. I mean, it's... a- absolutely. Okay. Those things are very durable. I thought you meant while it's still on while the While it's running. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. like, while no, that's while gonna, you're cooking. It's going to ruin the heating element <laughs> and all that stuff. No, yeah, but no. yeah, you can take it. Yeah, for okay. sure. Most definitely. <laughs> but I, a wire brush is, is best. Uh, yeah, I'm past that. All right, let's go on to what you were going to do. Tailgating. Uh, the hey. gating of tail. Yeah. Yes. Uh, at uh, Lincoln Financial Field is not going to happen uh, so far this season. We will see if things eventually change. But as of now... Uh, it's not going to be allowed. There's some closures that have been announced. Um, I can give you some of the details, but you can easily look them up if you right. like. But um, uh, the area between uh, the area of Seventh Abroad and Packard and uh, 95 will be blocked to vehicular traffic, specifically um, the following streets. It says, um, and then it goes through South 11th Street, closed both traffic both ways. There's a whole list of them here. I'm not going to go through all these. Um, they'll be in effect for each Eagles home game until further no- notice. What about FDR Park? FDR Park is prohibited. Uh, yes, it says here pro- prohibition on tailgating in FDR Park. It is not permitted this year. Uh, Philadelphia Parks and Recreation and Philadelphia Police Department will increase patrols of the park on Eagles game. Day. What about Riddle State Park? Riddle State Park? Yeah, uh, I, th- yeah sure. Go have at it. Uh, no. Um, uh, SEPTA will, as far as public transportation, SEPTA will be running a normal Sunday schedule. All SEPTA passengers are required to wear face masks or coverings. Detours alerts, general information can be found. I wonder if people were actually planning on doing that. Um, that the thought never really even occurred to me. I think, yes. I think there are a lot of people. I think a lot of people are still going to do something, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and do that. So the, the, the you know yeah you can do it elsewhere. I wonder like with the drive-in that was doing it. Yeah. Like, is there a way? Would there have been a way to manage one or two of the 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 lots or the parking area around there? I Did just you- can't recall like uh, off the top of my head whether or not those um, screens in the end zone, any of them, are uh, viewable from the outside. Visible from the outside. How I don't did know. that? How did that drive in? Did go? you see that any video footage in? of it? I did. I, yeah, I did as it well. It went well. Apparently, it, it went really well. Yeah. and people looked 
like they were having a great time. It they just, were staying it, sort of within their dude, areas. It, it looked like how it should be. It yeah. looked safe. Yeah. It looked like people were, were respectful of one another. Yeah. And then they were sitting there enjoying the game. Outside. Until yeah. the actual game happened. Yeah. And then the, uh, the Eagles And then they loved that. Yeah. <laughs> the Eagles won the Super Bowl. They were right. so good that they just gave them the Super Bowl at the end of that game. Chris? Casey, my friends and I planned on tailgating if we could. Really? Yeah, okay. We were that right. we were gonna bring TVs down, we were gonna go. Um we actually every time we would drive up and down ninety five, we would kind of <laughs> slow down a little bit and see if you could see into the stadium from anywhere. There is no place to see into the link. Unlike the Fandemic crew, those guys that are doing it at the Philly Stadium, mm-hmm. and the Sons of Ben that are doing it at Subaru Park, you can like see right into the field, but the link, there's just there's So, th- there were a couple like, there were when they announced it on the news last night, they were talking to some medical people, and they were saying the, the open air could be good if they managed it right. You would just have to rely on people. I think they're, they're maybe they're collecting their ideas now and tamping down this one and as you said Preston perhaps evolving into a new way to do it but it'd be a mess yeah yeah it'd be a mess so how many how many people idea. in an average in an average how many people would attend an average tailgate like per tailgate or yeah, in yeah, general yeah, yeah i mean is is there you know per I mean, if party there's, if there's, yeah. there's small ones and big ones yeah, yeah. i mean there's I, I mean, some that are like 200 people or there's some that are like look, Four people. Right, okay. M- I'm saying percentage of people who are actively tailgating at, at any oh. game. Oh, the whole... Oh. And since yeah. no one oh, no one is allowed into... Yeah. yeah, yeah I would, yeah, well, there's, you know, 70-some-odd thousand that go into the stadium and right. then even more that don't have tickets either. So, so the I, percentage, think I think a safe assumption is that 90,000 people are there. Right. Yeah, I would say that's probably fifteen or 20,000 people outside the stadium who never are going to go into the stadium. They're just down there to be a part of the atmosphere. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess that was my yeah. question. Who People I, that, that are there. And then you have people who can't gain access yeah. to the game who are now available for tailgating. I mean, listen, if it's a nice fall day and you're out with your buddies, tailgating's fun. It's a, yeah. it's a really good time. I went to a bunch of tailgates at um, Penn State and uh, when I was in college. And it's just, it's a blast being there with, with that many people. Um, I'm, I watched a few college football games over the weekend, and some had people in attendance. Some did not. There does not seem to be any rhyme or reason as to which colleges are able to allow people to come in and which aren't. And then, like, there were a few student sections I saw that looked packed to me. Which it, does it make point, it safer if the if the Eagles continue to play this way, as far as making sure that you're mitigating crowd attendance to the tailgate? Right. Yeah. But then with nobody there. Right. At least nobody's going to get beat up. <laughs> yep. Uh, so these are the changes for the time being, and, uh, you know, they're not going to be permanent. So uh, we'll, this will evolve depending on uh, safety safety. You adapt and you, as as the great REO Speedwagon said, Preston, mm-hmm. roll, roll with, with the, the changes. changes. For crying out loud if we haven't learned anything yet. This is the first time in a while I've cried during quarantine. I was watching a video the other day inside the Eagle Stadium of just people singing the fight song after a touchdown. You were crying. I, I started to tear up. I oh, you teared up. Okay. miss it. Like, yeah. I just, it, it was that video of, like, watching people, watching 70,000 people in a stadium cheering together and we're not going to get that this year. And then, like, you know, a, a beer being chucked at a guy who's just wearing the imposing team <laughs> jersey. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. a, like, at the yeah. Citizens Bank Park of some guy throwing up on a kid. Yeah. Those, oh, those my things. God. Throwing up it, on Don't a make kid. me cry, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> You of all people, you're sad too. Yeah. Uh, no, not crying sad. No, no, no. I'm really, you know, like I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like watching it on TV. As Did long you get as your money win. back for tickets? Yeah. Okay. Wait, I don't know. 
<laughs> I think no. You know what? Because all of my my tickets are basically they're in my brother's name. Okay, right. he has all my money, so yeah. he's going out tonight. So I bet you he's buying a power washer for his barbecue. What I think is that the money that I spent on this year's tickets are already put towards next year's. Tickets. Right. Okay. So okay. next year's already paid for. But you're not going to really miss being down there, are you? Uh, no. Yeah. No. No. So I listen. I love going to games, but there is I, I just hate. Leaving, I you know when yeah. when you're leaving with seventy thousand people, case people don't care about your personal space. They don't you know. It, it's you you all just like, stated the yeah. core reason for so much of the the, the things yeah, that I don't do. Too. Preston, isn't that as much as I can love an event? I I you almost have to teach yourself to remember how do I feel right now as I'm attempting to leave. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I will never do this again. It drives you out of your skull. And then if you're going and you have to leave so early that you shear off a third of the event. Yes, I'm I'm a habitual leave early guy yeah. because <laughs> yeah. of that very reason. And I can miss some exciting moments because of that. Yeah. Uh, it's just in, in concerts even, you know, miss the finale, miss the, the, the big, and some, a lot of times special things happen right Absolutely. at the end. Absolutely. Any event. Yeah. And I, I, and I always bail on it just because I hate. <laughs> and, and it's not just hating sitting in traffic and the time that it takes. It's because sometimes there's confrontation and there's, you know, mm-hmm. there's, <gasps> a, there's a-holes after yeah, yeah, events yeah. a lot of times. So, so I, I, I like it. My brother, my older brother, is a states of the final whistle kind of guy, right? But he also knows that well, because I'm the sober one, I drive everybody home. And I am not that guy, right? So I, like, I, I loathe uh, when the game comes down to the wire. Like, even though, re- can, oh, if yeah. you remember when Jake Elliott a couple of seasons ago kicked that 61-yard field goal against the Giants, that was the Super Bowl season, and everybody was so excited. I was like, God damn it. I <laughs> I have to leave with everybody. I mean, yeah! <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Right. Oh, yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Run. Let's sing on the way out. Yeah. And, <laughs> and my, my row. <laughs> my row only has one way in and one way out. Oh. There's, so it's like no. a dead end. So I kind of have like, I you know, right. I got to. Like, if, if you leave with everybody else, if you leave like an, in normal procession, how long does it take you to get out of the, what, the parking I, lot like regularly? Okay, so I. Uh, we park at a place that um, we can get home pretty quickly. Okay. And so we've learned. We used to park at Jetro. You park on 95. We used to park at Jetro. It took us two hours to get out no, of the parking lot. I okay, can't. So I can't. I, 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 my, my, my soul would collapse. And, and so, and, and then that tailgate broke up. That was a whole bunch of guys that I went to grade school with. And then that tailgate ended up breaking up. Some people ended up in the Wells Fargo lot. We ended up at FDR Park. And then that tailgate at FDR Park blew up because one dude moved to San Diego. The other dude moved to uh, Tampa. And we have, hey, Kevin, who's listening right now? Um, he, we, we don't. And so we didn't know anybody. Don't at power that. wash your barbecue. So anyway, the point I'm trying to make, <laughs> I bring my bike with me now. Oh. And yeah. I ride my bike all the way up to, you know, from where we tailgate. I, I ride it up. I, I, I uh, lock it up idea. against the fence. <laughs> So that right next to the stadium, essentially. So when the game's over, I hop on my bike and I'm at my car well before anybody else. It just, beca- yeah. it just becomes, idea. and it is a great idea, mm-hmm. but it just becomes, so like in the dead of winter, if you're seeing a show and it's it's inclement weather, that makes that less of an option. And anything that is, 
you've just come off the joy of the event, and it, it just ruins it. I would like to see, as, as kind of a social experiment, where people fall in their uh, decisions or their, their habits. Are you, and this isn't just for sporting events, this is for concerts as well, events where there's large gatherings and parking and leaving and all that. So, I don't know, maybe we can do a Twitter poll, Marissa. Are you a leave, or have to leave early or can, can't can leave till it's over type of person? I'd like to see I, I do where too. people fall. I'm wondering if it's a 50-50 split or not. So, you're probably like me. So, when you're, if, you're, if you're at the concert, Preston, say like for you two and everything, okay, so when we're seeing them at the link, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be, this is going to be formidable when this all breaks, breaks up. So um, now you were staying. You had your your your, your buddies there. We stayed so. down at the Navy Yard, right? So, so you're a little I, bit better. That, that was a show that I got to stay all the way to the end. I planned ahead, right? For that. But in a scenario like that, I go I go sort of deep into the latter part of the show, and then my mind starts running. If the next song yeah. is a song <laughs> I, I recognize or I'm a fan of. I will stay to the end of that. You know, like in your mind, you're saying, okay, here's my jump off yeah, point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I always go uh, encore, start of the second song. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, because I know there's usually a three-song encore. Oh, wow, really? Sometimes two. So at the beginning of the second song, I'm like, okay, at least I got part of the encore. Right, keep on rolling. Here. It's Let's, next. I will I will tell you. <laughs> I will tell you the uh, I, I had to bail on the show that I should have stayed till the end. And it was uh, Russia's farewell tour. It was the right. R40 tour. Everybody knew. They didn't announce it. It was a tour, but everybody knew it was a farewell tour. But you had to get to Hershey. I had to get to Hershey that night yeah. because we were broadcasting the next uh, morning. Yeah. It was right. a two-plus-hour drive from yeah. Center City, and the show wasn't getting over till 11 o'clock or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You had our intern, Max, who Max volunteered. Max so got I him tickets. S- so I could sleep yeah. on the way back. But even then, I'm like, we have to leave. So fortunately, I got the set list ahead of time. <clears throat> Privilege. <laughs> and uh, and as soon as they started the last song, we we, we started walking out. Okay. So, but I missed the tail, tail end of it. I'll miss the greatest song at the end of a concert. I'll miss the biggest play of a game uh, of the show. I <laughs> always leave early. I left early, and I still, to this day, regret it. And I feel bad for the people I was with because I also made them leave with me. But when the Pope was in town at the Art Museum... We left before... You they, missed the Hail Mary? They gave communion. <laughs> oh, now, ladies really? and gentlemen, the keep on rolling! Yeah. yeah, I left before they gave communion, and uh, wow. it wasn't, you know, and it, you guys remember, it turned out to be, I mean, it was great, but it turned out to be not as, like... Yeah, they were they, saying they shut down five million people. And, yeah, yeah it, it was supposed to be the biggest cluster F traffic-wise right. that ever took place in the history of this city. Yeah, so... And it wasn't quite to that level. It wasn't yeah. quite to that level, and we probably could have stayed, and uh, so, uh, sorry, Christopher and Megan, that oh, I made you leave before communion. I guess for me, it depends on the situation and the concert. Like, if it's Pearl Jam, I'm staying until the end, but if it's a band that I, I'd like... You know, I'll, I'll, I might cut out a, l- a little early. If it's, fl- you know, Flyers in the Stanley Cup playoffs, I'm staying till the end. Re- right. Regular season Sixers game, I can probably leave yeah. in the third of the beginning yeah, the, of the fourth. Yeah, the Phillies World Series, I stayed till the end of yeah. that. And okay. the championship game, I stayed well, till the very end. The other thing I was going to say is sometimes I've done the thing where um, I'll hang out in the parking lot afterwards and, and just stay in the car or bring stuff to be in the car afterwards and let everybody else leave. And then, then you can get out. I don't know. It's like an extra no, me, hour. Yeah, I know. But at least you're not sitting there, Steve, no, not going it's anywhere. It's a smart move if you're going to do it. Kathy, if the Pope ever comes back to town, 
Just take a little wine and bread in your car with you and, and then listen it. to it on the radio. You can do it and then eat yeah. it. Yeah. On your way out. Or I'm sure there'll be a live stream of it. Maybe we'll get him in here. Yeah. And you can media gets to it here. Yeah. You know what, though? Thinking back to it, because I, I... It was great playing crack shot with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was just thinking about it the other day and uh, because we did leave early and the thought of, like, coronavirus popped in my head. I'm like, <laughs> could you imagine them doing communion with all those people now? Like, it just wouldn't happen. So I was like, all right, maybe I avoided getting sick. Yeah. So two days ago was the 20th anniversary of the day I went to see Fish at Hershey. And uh, normally Fish concerts, like these days, like I leave at the Encore, I walk out and I listen to the Encore as I'm leaving. But this particular day, we're staying at a hotel. So we're like, I actually, we, we were sitting in our seats, letting the entire concert just leave. And we just sat there. And, and the reason I re- I'll never forget it is because we were just so chill. And then this guy started puking as he was walking oh, down the steps yeah. and then and then basically I mean our row out of all the other empty rows he walked into our row and started like yakking blah, and like cha- basically chased us out with with vomit, vomit. oh my god yes. and then we're that's like why, that's why you even. don't stay <laughs> yeah. that's why to your point bad stuff always happens yeah. somebody bumps somebody <laughs> they've been drinking the whole game or whatever and it always goes south and so I and I always in my mind remember when I'm home and I've made it home outside that stuff. I always think, remember this feeling. You're home. You saw a good portion of the show. You enjoyed it, and you had no stress or angst. File this away yeah. and remember. So the next time you try to convince yourself to stay, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, if I do go with other people to an event, I have to say, okay, yeah. We agree on this, right? Yeah. We're leaving before this is over. You, you do understand yeah. that. So that's you're always happen. that guy. I'm always the guy as well. It's, it's rare that I, and I understand because of that. Occasionally, you have to ac- acquiesce and be a human and let them enjoy their thing. This text just came in and it reminded me. You guys ever been to a NASCAR race? Yeah. Yes. You ever yeah, stayed at the end of that? No, no, no. No, no and that's like 100,000 people, people in the stadium and then probably another 15 tailgating. No way am I staying until the end of a NASCAR race, but I'm not a huge NASCAR fan either. Well, you know? my, my father-in-law is, and we went to Pocono, and they had a house in the Poconos, and he was like 50 laps. When there's 50 laps left, we're going to leave, and then we're going to watch the end of the race but at that the That was house. Him, him running around. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so that that's makes sense to me. I am always a state of the end person, but I also know how to read the room. So if it's just like like if it's a game where it's a blowout, I'm okay leaving. Um, but I remember in high school we drove up to some minor league ballpark where Willie Nelson and Bob Dylan were playing together, and Willie went on first, and then it was Bob, and it was a flat out Bob concert. We all have talked about how yeah. Terrible. He's terrible. Yeah, yeah. We, it's just I love him. I've seen him like 20 times. He is terrible. So I'm looking at it. I was with my whole family and like a couple of family friends and everyone's like, Maris, like, can we, can we go? Like, is yeah. it, they're all waiting for me. I was like, fine. Yeah, no, whatever. And so I'm kind of like sauntering behind them a little bit and they have all crossed the gate and then Willie steps on stage with Bob and I'm still inside. They're all on the outside of the gate. And I ran back in. <laughs> so so you made them, them stay. Yeah. I made them stay outside of the oh, gate. They were dude. not allowed to come back in because I would love for that. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna like, yeah. see you later. Yeah. I'll tell you what I stayed till the end of, and it was a nightmare. Was uh, the one time I went to the Preakness, and we stayed till the oh, end. Man. It took us. I mean, I want to say a 
about five hours oh, to like leave. That's and probably a hundred thousand crowd yeah. too, the, right? That's just in the infield. Like yeah. that's not that people again oh, stands or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were we were in the infield. By the end of it, you were eating horse meat. Well, and we were we were on a bus, so we had to wait for everybody to get back on the bus. So oh, I mean, man. you went in it knowing you were leaving in the mess of it, but I mean, it took hours. Yeah. Hours. Wow. When we went to Old Chella, the uh, basically Coachella in not basically it's right. in Coachella, uh, yeah. Uh, we, I mean, there's probably seventy, eighty thousand people there, and we were the house that we rented was a mile and a half, maybe two miles from the venue. We rented bicycles, we rode our bikes there, and and what we found it was the best decision we ever made because it took people three hours to get home. Because they had to wait to get out of the parking lot. And, and even if they were... But you didn't. We didn't. You beat the system mm-hmm. yes, with your trusty did. bicycle again. We did. Um, here's a text that says, there's an episode of the Goldbergs where the dad leaves the stadium early yeah. at a Flyers game and misses the goal by Ron Hextall. Oh, and they get they get home and, and, and the grandfather's sitting there on the couch goes, you've got to see it in person. Yeah. And they go, no! <laughs> My buddy Steve and I were going to a Blues game back in St. Louis one time. We were running a little bit late. I'm like, eh, nothing ever happens in the first five minutes of the game. (laughs) There was a bench-clearing brawl (laughs) within the first two minutes of the game, and the two goaltenders, Curtis Joseph and and Sheveldey, got in a fight at center ice. I'm like, (laughs) But we walked in. Everybody's all electric. We're like, oh, and there's no score on the scoreboard. We're like, (laughs) what happened? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you guys missed it. (laughs) So, but that was the opposite. That was showing up late. <laughs> that should be a series. Great moments in history I missed. Now I will get to events early. That's one thing. I'm, I'm, I'm that as well. Marissa, are you? Uh, you're probably late for stuff, right? Always late to beat the crowd. So I'll beat the crowd going in. Always by... late to beat the crowd. Yeah, Wait till everyone's wanna... in their seat, and then she comes in after the mm-hmm. the hubbub has died down. Yeah, but home opener? No, you got to get there early to watch the flyover and all that. Uh, or do you watch the flyover from outside the stadium? I probably watch the flyover from outside the stadium okay. almost every time. I haven't seen the national anthem mm. many times in the Eagles Stadium. Is there a flyover on Sunday? I don't Ooh, know. I don't know. It's a uh, good question. Yeah. There's one. There's an old guy ziplining. <laughs> uh, let me hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to some calls, by the way. So are you a habitual must-leave-early, or uh, you wait to the end no matter what? Right. Even if you have to get up stupid early and you know the crowd's going to be insane. I'm going to go to Vince. Hey, Vince, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, Vince? Hey, so I always, always stay till the end. We, uh, the Phillies games, the Eagles games, we always go early and tailgate, but we rarely get tickets. We just say, like tailgate the whole thing, like you guys were saying. Mm-hmm. And um, we normally do. I believe uh, Nick was saying it. We bring a whole bunch of like games you can play in the parking lot, like cornhole and spike ball and stuff like that. Oh, so and you're not. So your deal is you don't even go into the event and you still stay to the end. Yeah, we don't. Normally, we don't even get tickets because they're just they're too expensive. We rather just you know. Mm-hmm. Set up a so then, so so then, you, but your your thing is that whole parking lot experience is why you're there. That whole so you're you for you staying the whole duration means nothing. Yeah, but he could get out. He's out there already. I, I yeah. know, but Game's he chooses, over, he chooses to hang. Yeah, he's, he's made that his his event. No, you're right, Kathy. The the the, the last the, the the time is ticked off at that last second. You could get in your car yeah, and get beat out. everybody. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to stay. I guess so. All right, we, Vince. We, don't, we normally don't leave. What we do is we bring games, and then when people are coming out, we invite the people that were like just random people that were at the game to just play with. Like, hey, you don't want to you know fight in the traffic? We just sit there for an hour or two and wait for all the cars to clear out. Wow. And just, you know, meet and talk to random people. It's get hammered. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to miss being there this weekend? Are you, are you bummed that there's going to be no tailgating at Eagles games? 
Yeah, a little bit. I have a pretty decent yard, though, so we're going to set up like a little mini projector in my yard. All right. And we're all going to tailgate in my yard. Can Casey okay. come over? Yeah, Casey can come nah, over. That's okay. He'll bring the REO Speedwagon <laughs> CDs. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Vince. Appreciate it. Uh, let me go to, hang on. Uh, I'm going to go to Phil. Hey, Phil, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, you guys? I'm like, I'm definitely going to leave. Second song of the encore. Okay. Second song of the encore. All right. All right. And my kids hate this about me. We went to a Luke Bryan concert, and they were so bummed. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be nightmarish getting out of Hershey Park. Yeah. So we're going to do But the story I called to talk to you is so funny. My buddy Anthony and his wife, the last time Petty was in Philly, which we all know, sadly, was his last right. concert in Philly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they left before American Girl. Uh, so one of his one of his seminal songs, and you missed it on the last tour of his of here to see him. Like a life regret. I'll I'll tell you this to, to your second second song of the encore. Sometimes, and I remember one time in particular, Thanks, I miscalled it. I thought surely there. I forget who I was seeing, but surely they're going to end with this song. Right. And so no, they ended with the song. I was there. Still in the stadium listening to, and I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, and I inadvertently stayed to the last song, and I remember the nightmare. So that's what set me back a few songs even more. Yeah, which I know sucks for the people with me, but th- if I stayed it at the beginning, yeah. you you can't throw that on people. You know, at the last minute, you have to let them know, here's how I'm going to approach this evening. If you're cool with it, that's cool. I don't know what it is about live music and, and just live entertainment in general, and, and not sporting events, but uh, I'm talking about, like, concerts and, like, plays, theater, stuff right. like that. But, like, I, I'm I'm genu- genuinely happy to be there. But, like, an hour in, I'm like, okay, man, uh, let's I'm the same way. We can wrap this up now. I don't know why. I went and saw Hamilton, right? And, uh, you know, uh, in in Philadelphia. And at first I was like, this is great. This is awesome. Okay, I know this song. I like this song. Okay. (laughs) And then, like, intermission, I was like, okay, cool. We're going to be out of here in, like, an hour, man. Like, And I was, like, excited for it to be over. I'm the, I'm the opposite. I have dread before getting there, and then once I'm there, I'm like, I, I miss these, and I'm, I'm glad that I'm here now. I like staying for it. Uh, so once I'm in the, the environment, yeah. that's when I'm really starting to enjoy it. But beforehand, I'm like, nah, I don't really know if I want to go. Also, we're spoiled. You know, yeah. oh, we work yeah. in an industry where we get access to this stuff, and yeah. so if I paid True. whatever you pay for for a concert ticket... Uh, I mean, we had the Pope come in here for the show. Well, so. no, I mean, like... Concert tickets are expensive, yes, right? But no. we, we have perks in this job, and we're really, really lucky, nay, privileged to have those things. But because you're spending that amount of money, you might want to milk every dime out of that and stay in touch. Right, the very you can be, we can be a little bit more flippant. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we have a uh, we have a Twitter poll up uh, when it comes to concerts and sporting events. Which type of person are you? Must leave early or stay until the very end? So far, seventy five percent are staying wow. until the end, which makes sense. It does because it does. otherwise um, it would be harder to get out if you left early. Right, right. Fifty percent. So we support you. In yes, your- exactly. Please continue. <laughs> stay to the end. Good the call. very end. The bitter end. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to go to uh, John next. Hey, John, good morning. There's nothing on here. There's nothing on here. (laughs) What's Um, up, man? I took my seven-year-old to the stadium series last year, uh, and I don't know if you guys remember, it was kind of raining out. Well, he unfortunately fell asleep. He was trying his best to stay awake. Flyers were losing. Like, ah, I better get the hell out of here and get him in the car. I don't feel like carrying him through a crowd of people. Get him in the car. He's in his seat. Turn on the radio. Oh, Flyers score a goal. I'm like, don't you dare do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then they score a goal again. And then 
Just as I walk into my house, I watch Claude Giroux score the overtime. Giroux wanted an overtime. My seven-year-old wakes up and goes, why did you leave? Why did you take me home? That's when when you have to backhand him. (laughs) You have time. That's funny, John. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. You have a nice flight, too. Uh, let me see. I'm going to go. Uh, let's see. We have a couple NASCAR uh, comments. I will go to Ed. Hi, Ed. Good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What's up, Ed? It's, uh, I wanted to call in. Like, uh, I go to when I go to down to like the Eagles and the Phillies games. I stay to the end. But when I go to NASCAR races, what like, the first time I went, we stayed to the uh, end. It took us over four and a half hours to get four and a half hours. So, it, Ed, where was this? Was it Poconos or Dover? Pocono. Okay, so like when you go into that becomes a city. Dover. Yeah. Now we've hosted events. We we happen to be blessed by having two incredible tracks within within close distance. Yes. Yeah. And and yeah. like Dover, man, I tell you what, even just getting in. Yeah. Like, you know, Nick, you, you're less, you're about three quarters of a mile from the venue yeah. and it'll take an hour and a half. Yeah. It's a really good time. I, I, I didn't expect to have as much fun as I did, but I would never stay till the end of a NASCAR race. You, yeah. you get, you get the thrill, yeah. you get the experience, but I agree a thousand percent because once all that, now, thankfully, a lot of times if you go, what day you go on, people are there, they're locked in. They have the RVs, they're staying, right. they, they become part of this mini city. So they're not going anywhere. But on the absolute wrap-up day, if you, I can't even imagine what that would be like. Yeah, Scott's got a story about uh, NASCAR as well. Hey, Scott, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? I went. I'm the kind of guy that likes to leave with 20 laps to go to avoid this several-hour wait, and I got talked into staying until the very end of a NASCAR race, mm-hmm. and the race ended. Hundred thousand people stood up to leave, and I started. Oh, no. You sharded? Oh, oh, oh God. Poor, poor soul. There was basically 10,000 people between me and the bathroom. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> There's just... Was it running? It was terrible. Oh, God, you poor thing. But you should have actually used that to your advantage. Uh, uh, there was... A, a, yeah, it's to make a pass, but there was, it was shoulder to shoulder, eight people wide. Steve. Ladies um, and gentlemen, <laughs> I have an announcement. I have just sharded. I have crapped my pants. Yeah. Wow. I got uh, about 10 rows up in the bleachers and started passing everybody as fast as I could. Oh, my God. Got to the end, jumped down 12 feet into the tunnel. Went into the bathroom and used my pocket knife and cut my underwear off. <laughs> oh, my God. Cut Kathy, doesn't that sound off. awesome? Wow. I would have gone up the uh, the bleachers. I would have gone to the top level and jumped off. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. I wonder if at that point you could grab, like, a security guard or an, an usher and say, listen. Yeah. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> I will give you $1,000. My wife is back in the hotel. You can be with her. <laughs> Just let me go. All right. Well, listen, no tailgating, but I, I think... I, listen, and there there are diehards, and this is what they do. They go to the tailgating, uh, you know, events yeah. every single home game. But we had the one guy who's who's a regular tailgater, and he's like, "No, we're having something at home." Yeah, I, I understand if people are upset about it, but I think you might find that you'll be able to 
uh, you'll have something that'll be uh, fun on your own, and you'll be able to. And who knows, you might enjoy it. I don't. I know. say this as with all these things, with the mass and everything. If you if you if you move along and and just if if follow this now, and as you say, Preston says things start to relax. Yeah. Start to get back to it, and we'll get it. But let's. But yeah, just do it this way, and we'll hopefully get to where we want to be. You might even appreciate it more next season, right? You know what I mean. Yeah. After after having to uh, deal with the concessions that uh, that we have to deal with now, so just heads up on that. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We will get to the bizarre file, and then after that, got these fall activities. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Hey, before we do the Bizarre File, I'm going to read this uh, email. It's not really a shard out, and I'm going to leave her name out of this. But I got a couple of uh, messages like this uh, yesterday. It says, uh, hey, I've been a a listener since Y100, uh, since I can remember. Now I podcast every day uh, to and from work. I listened to the podcast from today and felt I needed to email in. I'm an assistant manager at a retail store. And have been having some problems with my store manager ever since we've been back from quarantine. Even a little beforehand, he was becoming slightly lazy, but it wasn't a big enough problem to do anything. Recently, he's been very aggressive towards our customers and even employees, including me. And I've been terrified to go over to him. All right, I'm sorry, I've been terrified to go over him to our district manager for a month or two. And after listening to the podcast... I decided that I shouldn't feel like crap going to work. Yeah. And I have to feel uh, and 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 have to feel like, oh, man, I got to w- work with him again today. Uh, I know it's going to be a long, miserable day. I decided to call my district manager, and he's going to be talked to on Friday. So I'm hoping that it will make everything a little bit better at work. Thanks for giving me that little push uh, to not have to leave this job that I love, Gadzooks. Uh, and it says, uh, I'm about to turn 29. I listen with my son, who is nine, whenever we can. Um so yeah, listen. I'm, listen, you, you don't want to get somebody in trouble. No, but, but this person might be having some uh, some issues at home or something like that, and may not even realize that mm-hmm. they're bringing it to work and making other people That's miserable. Exactly right. So and maybe, you, maybe you never know. Maybe a quick conversation will enlighten them. It might drive them crazy. I don't know, but yeah. you, who knows? But anyhow, it's not your fault. It's not your fault, son. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and yeah. and you shouldn't be having to pay for that. So uh, good on her. And you got a few like that. I got, I got yeah, a couple. I like, like that. to hear I that. Thought, That's I good. That was yes. cool. And then I got this one uh, this from is, that manager. No, this is <laughs> my employees suck. This is a unique shard oh. out. I'm I'm going to do this anyhow. Okay. Um, I'll just I'm not I'm going to leave last names out of this. But right. It's from a guy named Steve. It says, "Hey, Preston, I'm a big fan of your show. Uh, my ex-wife and I." Her name is Brittany. Uh, she listens to your daily podcast. We unfortunately are in the middle of a divorce, but I still love her. Is there any way you can give her a shout out for me and tell her I miss her and Ringo, who is oh, my geez. dog? And I hope they're doing well. All right. So, no is that is it not cool that I did no, that? No, it's just sad. It is I, sad. I know, I know, but we we don't know. We don't know what's going on there. So anyhow, I thought I'd throw that out there. All right. Um, Let's do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. Brought to you by Robbins Diamonds in tax-free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. So the South Carolina State Board of Education has revoked the teaching license of a former teacher 
after reports surfaced that he was ingesting an illegal substance in front of his kids. Like what? Uh, in class. Uh, a student recorded a video showing what appears to be Percy Berry snorting a substance from the surface of his desk. He was doing lines on his desk no. wow. at school right. in front of the class. I mean, the obvious thing would be to do it off the chalkboard. A second video shows Barry wiping his nose before beginning or continuing a discussion about possibly losing his teaching career. Why? Uh, the incident was reported to supervisors at the school, and uh, Barry was sent for drug testing. Uh, results from the test returned a positive result for cocaine, heroin, and morphine. So he's snorting coke off his desk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was terminated by the district. The State Board of Education says Barry may appeal for certification after three years, but will be subject to a character and fitness review. What if I snorted without the kids in the class? <laughs> yeah. Just not yeah. in front of the children, not in front please. Of the children. A suspect in Georgia left his good luck behind when he abandoned a winning lottery ticket while fleeing sheriff's deputies. <laughs> the Cherokee County Sheriff's Office says the man had a Georgia Lottery scratch game card worth $100 when he ran away during a traffic stop. And a Facebook post had offered its congratulations and invited him to come and claim the ticket <laughs> at their office. In fact, they wrote to the suspect who ran on foot from our deputies on a traffic stop this morning on I-75. You left a $100 winning ticket in your vehicle. You can claim your ticket at 498 Chatton Drive in Canton, and it will be here waiting for you. Congratulations, by the way. Yes, the, you posted an ad. I'm here to pick that up. Uh, the man who was not identified was later taken into custody, and he was a passenger in a vehicle that was pulled over for a tag violation. He ran into the woods. The lottery ticket was in the backpack that also had methamphetamine. Uh, the man can have the lottery ticket back, but uh, they will keep the drugs, they said. A Boston University lecturer, this is horrible, was crushed to death when she overloaded an old elevator with a heavy package and it suddenly started moving. Uh, Carrie O'Connor was uh, taking belongings to her apartment in the 1920s building that she recently moved into on Monday evening. And a neighbor had, uh, Alliston had took the stairs as he helped her with another box. While the elevator usually works via a two-door system that requires the second door to be firmly shut before moving, it's believed the weight had triggered a sensor by fault. Uh, oh, a neighbor, no. uh, Leanne Scorzoni, said, I heard it. I, we saw everything. He was helping her with a box into the building, and he was going up the stairs, and he told her, hey, just be careful. It's an old-fashioned elevator. Uh, the neighbor said she had spoken to the man helping O'Connor with a package just seconds before the elevator dropped. She described the scene as horrifying. She said, I don't know what type of elevator it is, but you have to pull the door across and then step in and then press the button. Um, she added that uh, she was told the uh, the elevator had a sensor, and a man who was helping O'Connor believes that the package may have triggered the sensor, which caused it to start moving. I think it went, like, it crushed down, down on her while she was in between in oh, and out my. of it. God, and it's they horrible. Said, uh, the guy said, you know, she was. They heard this horrible screaming and all. Oh, that was just a terrible, terrible story. I had no idea. I've told you before. I, an elevator had gotten stuck. I was in it and I crawled right. out of it. And the people were like, "You're crazy to do that. Do yeah. that thing could start moving while you're in it, and, and it has happened and kill you yeah. right there." So I'm like, "Yeah, I never thought about that." So, but I was pregnant. Cautionary tale. I was with a group of pregnant women. Oh, were you? It was. It oh was at uh, Riddle Memorial Hospital. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Surveillance video from earlier this summer shows the claw of a city of Rochester garbage truck uprooting a bench and tossing a person that was on it. Have you guys this. seen this footage? I have. It's oh, crazy. It's crazy. It's an old woman, isn't it? It is, and you see her underpants like... Yeah. Oh, oh, no! Yeah. 
My bloomers. My, my bloomers. Uh, city operations officials claim that they were never told about the incident by the driver. In the video, the hydraulic claw on the truck is seen trying to snag a public garbage can. The claw hooks a bench in the process, pulling it up from the sidewalk and throwing the woman who was sitting there. Watch, Kathy. It launches her. Officials say, yeah, we're going we're gonna to watch this video as we're... Oh. Uh, Oh my god! Taking the story, so it, <gasps> it grabs it oh, and, dear and god. she launches forward. Oh, yeah. yeah, you see her bloomers. You see her bloomers. Oh, man. <laughs> and she's like watching them do it. Uh, they are trying to track down the woman in the video, as they don't know if the person oh. was even hurt. Uh, department leaders say oh, the dri- the driver retired after the incident. I'm retiring now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, yeah. I just want yeah, to announce my retirement. Working with you. They tracked her down, Preston. She's doing okay. She's okay. A few, a few bruises, but she's all right. All right. Good. The uh, bench. She also says. I'm getting a lawyer, and I will call the city. Oh, yeah, oh, there okay. you go. Mm-hmm. I hope it's someone who's worked with bloomers cases. Uh, the be- <laughs> the bench has not been repaired, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you right now. All right, hold on to your hats, gang. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, the much anticipated Kathy's fall activities yeah! and all this amongst the restrictions that we've all had to deal with. Kathy has rooted up a bunch of different ways for you to. <laughs> Be active. So we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll get to that. And a new theme song to come along with it from uh, former intern Kyle. We'll be right back. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I got a text or an email from our friend Bill who listens to the show. He's, uh, it comes out to everything. He said, gang, thank you. The alarm went off right as Steve was doing his cock-a-doodle-doo, the beakless chicken. Uh, and uh, it says the best wake-up alarm ever. <laughs> you should probably make that available if you, you want that to be your I love it. alarm. Um, okay, so we are set for 2020's fall activities list. Uh, different circumstances. Different circumstances. But had, still could be fun. Had to have been tough. Yes. I got to imagine for Kathy to find some new and interesting things for you. As you can imagine. As, As you, you can, can imagine. imagine. That's right. By a pandemic, it's made it difficult. And uh, <laughs> let's see. This uh, text says, I rarely do the things on Kathy's activities list, but I get so excited <laughs> to listen to them. <laughs> well, that's good. And you'll be excited to know, uh, Kyle McCarty, our former video intern here uh, and singer extraordinaire, has I mean, made a whole new theme song. A legitimate singing performer. Oh, he's got oh, albums yeah. out and everything. Yeah. He, he's, he had the members of the Temptations on yeah. his album. He used to sing with the uh, the Air Force uh, band, band, yeah, and tour with them. So, uh, so he's the real deal. And he did a new theme song. You got? Have you heard it? Has I have anybody not heard, heard it? it. No. Oh. All right. It's a it's Excited. a world debut. Brand new for you guys. Before we get the list, and here we go. You can have a good time, even though this year is jacked. Social distancing has people crying. Will fall Kathy, 
It's unbelievable. All right, so we have a list of activities for you, and uh, let's get right into it. And I think we have, do we have a little stinger here we yeah, can play between each one? Go for it. There you go. Oh, a new one. Yeah. A new one, even uh, better. Like a little uh, autumn background music. Sure. Uh, Pastoral and bucolic, uh, as they so. say. All right, let's uh, let's find out what fall activities we get this year, 2020. Yeah, so I want to start by saying there were, there are some things that are shut down or, you know, a lot of things that have been modified. If you do want to go to the, the farms that you normally visit every single year, just keep in mind that most of them are on, uh, you have to sign up for a specific time, an arrival time. But that's fine. So, yeah, so, so things are... Are still open. A lot of places have canceled like their big festivals, but you can still go apple picking, pumpkin picking, you know, go for hay rides, things like that. But obviously social distancing is going to be in place. And um, like, like I said, you, you have to sign up for a ticket for an arrival time. Right. And I would like to announce, and this is my misstep here, that Kathy's Fall Activities List is sponsored by Acme Markets. Ah. Uh, fall is <laughs> Football is back and wearing your Eagles apparel on game days at Acme can save you 5% on your shopping order $20 more. Discover why home gating is better with Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. And we also have Speaking a, of shopping. A merchandise oh, item. I'm so excited. With Kathy's Fall Activities, there is a flash sale. Two new items in aisle two of the MMR Rock Shop. Just go, if you don't understand this aisle stuff, just go to WMMR.com, click on the Rock Shop. You'll see it. You'll see it. Kathy's Fall Activities Long sleeve T-shirt ah. is available. Premium, <laughs> premium, tr- uh, premium tri blend, poly combo, ring spun cotton and rayon. It means a, it's a, a good feeling shirt. Exactly, I, I can't stand those other ones that are cheap. That's that's a quality shirt there. All right, so that is in conjunction with this. There's another item that has nothing to do with fall activity. So I'm, you know, I'm going to save that. Oh, All right, okay. Because oh, it's really cool. It needs its own announcement. Thank you, oh. Acme, for sponsoring it, though. And yes. by, by the way, listen, if you are interested in the shirt, it is only a flash sale, so it's going to be available for a week, just a week. So if you do want to get it to wear to your fall activities, and listen, we we worked on it. I worked on it with Greg and, and Eric Simon, and um, it's a, a cute fall activity shirt for yeah. a and female. It's, like, it I'm says gonna, on it? Yeah, it says Kathy's Fall Bugs. Activities, Preston and Steve Show. It's pumpkins. Uh, and, I mean, I'm getting one. I'm wearing one when I go out to are, do activities. Is it only for women or is, is there, are there? So, yeah. yes, no. this shirt is just for women right now. By the way, at the bottom of it, it says, this is my Fall Activities t-shirt. <laughs> I would have worn All right. one. All right, let's go. Okay, so um, I'm going to start off because this was the one that I was most excited about. And we did uh, talk about it a little bit yesterday. But uh, I went out to Quiver Farm, which is in Pennsburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, and they are an educational farm. So it's not a farm that you're going to go visit and buy your pumpkins and things like that. Uh, You're literally, or I went 
specifically to uh, take part in the Hatching at Home program, which is I went and I picked up chick eggs and I have them at my house. They're in an incubator. Uh, they should hatch by Monday or Tuesday, which wow. I'm so excited about. Yeah, I mean, it's Did they pretty... provide you the incubator? Yeah. Oh, they so they provide everything. You pull up, you pop your trunk, uh, you come out, you, you sign a couple of forms and everything goes in your trunk. They have a whole booklet of, of information and yeah, I mean, everything they wow. give you to, I mean, they give you food, they give you the containers for water. That's they give awesome. You, yeah, Do you like have to the, pay for that or is it because you're doing a service for them? No, so Case, this is how they're able to keep their farm open. Yes, you do have to pay for okay. it. Uh, they are, like I said, an educational farm. So they, they go out to schools and they right. do programs like that. They're not able to do that right now because most of the schools are virtual. Right. So yes, this is a way that they are, uh, something that they're doing in order to keep their farm up and running. It's, so. it's a smart idea. And obviously they have this stuff that they were prepared for a regular school year, which is not happening. So, But it's still... Uh, your uh, your son Jace is going oh nuts for this. Oh my gosh! And I'll tell you, the, the second I held the egg yeah. and felt the difference, I said this yesterday. Felt the difference between an egg that you take out of your refrigerator right. and you cook, and this egg that has life in it. Yeah. I, it was unbelievable. I was like, oh, my God, I love these little things. <laughs> You're going to have a freaking chicken coop, aren't you? And, they had, Liz, yeah. and I was reading all about it and the yeah. reason that you rotate them so the membrane doesn't uh, stick to the, the chick the and yeah, kill wow. it. And, oh, my wow. God. It's like the, the whole thing. So, yeah, we're, we're fully into this. And um, they have a Facebook page that's set up. Uh, it's called Hatching at Home. All of the links will be uh, in the blog that's posted on PrestonandSteve.com. But the Facebook page is a great place to go to. Um, they answer all these questions. People who have uh, duck, they so they do ducks and they do chicks. But um, people will post questions. Uh, they'll you know Quiver Farm will answer them, or other people who have experienced it will answer them. It's just a great place. It's to interactive. Find, yeah, to find a lot of information. Is, and, is there anything outside the chicks and the ducks that they offer while you're there? So they do have um, cows. You, you can, can take, take cows a cow home, home and give awesome. birth to and it. And wait for them to hatch? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but there are other programs. Um, I'm not exactly sure what they are, yeah. but there are other at-home programs that will uh, start to take place uh, as the year moves on. But this right now, they're doing the, the chicks and the dice. Yeah, and the educator, her name was Corey. I met her when we went out there. She was great. She had tons of information, um, and she let me know that the chicks and the ducks are not euthanized. So when you take them back, they're actually going out to other local farmers. Some will stay there on their farm as Good. well. So you can feel confident that they're not going to be put into a wood chipper. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. So that's activity one. Activity one. All right. Fall activities. <laughs> All right. So the second one, uh, this is in person or virtual. So if you are comfortable going out and going to places, obviously everyone is still social distancing. Um, but this is terrarium therapy. So it's a plant workshop Ooh. company uh, and they're offering in person and virtual workshops. Uh, the signature pumpkin succulent planter. I do it every single mm. year. I've gone to a number of places to do this so they're holding their workshops they find local breweries wineries and restaurants and i mean all over the area no matter where you live you'll find one of their events there but the one that i'm doing this year is the virtual one and they're doing a virtual pumpkin planter workshop uh, where they send all the items to your house so you sign up and they send you a kit the pump it's a ceramic pumpkin so it's not a real pumpkin but all of the other items are so the succulents and stuff like that that you'll put on the pumpkin uh, they will send to your house and you'll be ready to go you can log on to they'll send you a link you you go on to zoom there's and specific, an instructor shows you what to do yep there's specific days and times that you can do it and uh yes yeah, so you can stay in your house if you want huh. and you can do 
do the um, yeah the, the pumpkin planter workshop. And like I said, uh, they have other workshops that are being held at you know local restaurants and stuff like that that you can sign up for as well. But that's um, terrarium therapy. Okay. Brought to you by Acme Markets. <laughs> Last year we did we made our own scarecrow for the first time, and it was awesome. It I was wanted so to do that fun. this year. You, uh, is there still an opportunity oh, to yeah, do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. So yes, it w- it was a ton of fun. We had a great time, but the place that we went to uh, ended up closing. It was a very small market, small farm, and because of COVID, they ended up having to close. So I'm, I was really sad to hear about that. But I did find a number of places that are offering a scarecrow option. So. Laurel and Hardy. I knew it. Is having a scarecrow festival that's taking place this weekend. So Saturday and Sunday. This weekend only? This week so this weekend only, but don't worry. I I have more coming up. Just just hang with me here, Steve. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just (laughs) give you this weekend. Uh, yeah, so they, they are the 19th and the 20th. You have to sign up to go, obviously, because they are social distancing there as well. You're going to get a specific area um, where you'll be able to make your scarecrow. They give you everything but the clothes. So floral and hardy, you do have to bring the clothes. Make sure you bring your flannel, jeans, right. a hat if you want. Uh, the cost is only 20 bucks, and you can go with your entire family. It's not $20 per person. It's 20 bucks to build one scarecrow. Oh, that's that's pretty good. What, what all do you need to besides clothes to build a scarecrow? Because obviously you need straw, but in yeah. Maybe you a frame or... Yeah, so they did it a little bit different than the way that I did it last year. And what they did was, yeah, they gave you the frame. Uh, they gave you the stuffing, which wasn't all straw. Oh. Uh, there was some straw, but they, they used some other type of... Um... Asbestos? No, no, no. It was it was like uh, something from a tree. I, f- I forget what okay, they call so, okay. it. Okay, so it's an organic yeah. material. Okay. Yeah, and um, so they stuffed it with that and then burlap for the head. And, you know, they gave you the paint to, to make okay. a face and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so... Um, and then keep in mind... Uh, Floral and Hardy also does like the pumpkin succulents and they do different uh, workshops at their location, but they also offer um, a kit that they'll send home to you. So again, if you're not comfortable going out, but you do want to do a fall activity, uh, their garden kits are available on their website. Okay. So we're still under Scarecrow. (laughs) Peddler's Village um, actually canceled their annual Scarecrow Festival due to the pandemic. Son of a bitch. But Steve, they're hosting the Scarecrow Making Workshops. Oh, So you this, know, I haven't been to Peddler's Village in maybe time. a decade. I love it up there. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. New um, Hope, right? Or near New Hope? Uh, yes. It's, <sighs> yeah, yep, okay. it's just after New Hope. Bucks a New Hope. See, did you just say I did. something in Bucks County was beautiful? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, great. Upper Bucks uh, County. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go above Levittown. No, they're not upper. Yeah. They're not upper Bucks. I love when they put the gourds out front of the, in front of the meth labs. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Peddler's Village is beautiful. I know. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Uh, so the workshops are held uh, September 12th, 13th, 19th, and 26th. Okay, so the 12th and 13th already passed. But <laughs> the 19th and the 26th, you still have an opportunity to do this. It's a fun thing, too, besides. And also... Getting a good quality scarecrow. I mean, even the best places like the nurseries and stuff will have pre-done ones that aren't that good. Yeah. If you need a rocking, really good scarecrow, you, you probably have to make your own. And I'm telling you, it, like, it was yeah. fun doing it. Cool. We actually had a good time doing this. Uh, so with the Peddler's Village option, it's a little bit more expensive. It's $35, but they supply everything, including the clothes, so you don't have to bring anything with you. Nice. All right, quick question, Steve. Which is now more important to you, fall slash Halloween decorations or Christmas decorations? They're neck and neck, Okay, man, but I love... You I, stepped honestly, up a lot over the Halloween, and you got the... the your decorations last year at your... At, your new home were amazing. Thank you. Yeah, so I actually, there was actually going to be a, an upgrade this year, and I've had to cut back. It's still going to be what it was last year, maybe a percentage more, but I love it. I love that people love it. I'm on a thoroughfare that people seem to enjoy passing by it, and so that's going to go up within a week or two. 
but but yeah, it's so much fun. And I and I have I believe an underwhelming scarecrow, and I want to up the game on that. There you go. Uh, and then the last option for uh, making a scarecrow is the Morris Arboretum's annual scarecrow design contest. So this is actually a contest that you sign up for. That's right, near me. They have a theme every year. This year is fairy tale crows. Uh, the registration deadline is September 25th. So right. you sign up, and uh, they have specific dates where you go and you pick up the items. They'll supply a frame, straw, burlap, and twine. You take it home. You make the scarecrow. You dress it up. You go with the theme. You know, however you want to. Uh, and then they have drop-off dates as well. They set it up along their Scarecrow Walk, and then anybody who visits the Arboretum can vote on their favorite. So what do they have set up over the Arboretum besides the Scarecrow Walk? Is there other other stuff Halloween-based? Uh, Halloween-based? No. Halloween is just the Scarecrow okay, Walk. Right. But, I mean, you've been there. It's, uh, it's beautiful amazing. to walk through there. I mean, you guys have been. Have you been? Yeah, to the Arboretum, yeah. They have yeah, a, nice. And that their train set up. Yeah. Is so cool. I know. Yeah, we, yeah. we love the train setup. That's the uh, Friday nights that they right. do uh, during the holiday season. Yeah. Have you guys ever great. seen that that train setup? No. no. Yeah, oh, so they have like nice. an elaborate like train village. That's and it's it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Before we move on to the next activity, I got this text. It says, "I am a 41 year old male truck driver, <laughs> and I just moved the fastest I have in years to switch trucks." So I didn't miss the fall activities. Well, here's one that anybody can get involved in, and it is staying home. So we're right. not even leaving the house. All you have to do is go to Target for a quick minute. <laughs> so it's an at-home beer and wine tasting. Ooh. Now, the way I came up with this idea, because, you know, everybody right. loves the wines, the, the breweries at some of the farms and stuff like that. I don't know exactly how that's going to go. You right. Know, like how what they're going to do. How yeah. open it's going to be. If it gets too crowded, you might not be able to get in there. So you're going to do this at home. And all you need to do is go to Target for the items. So I found everything that you'll need for a beer tasting or a wine tasting in the dollar, $3, and $5 section Ooh. at Target. So did you put together the your dream package? I put together the whole thing. So they had a flight board. They had the little beer glasses, the little wine glasses. They had scorecards. Everything <laughs> you need. We're looking at the picture of you. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Kathy's out on her patio with all the... All the accoutrement. For oh, I this. love it! And she's got a Larimer beer. Uh, that is uh, Marissa's boyfriend's. Yes, yes. and that's yeah, great Larry. stuff, by the way. So, speaking of the Larimer beer, uh, they're selling Kathy's Fall Activities mixed four pack. What? That is available for pickup. You got your own beer yes. out of this, so you can. It's available for pickup or home delivery for your beer tasting. Out. By the way, speaking of, the, there's a lot of upset guys that there's no Kathy's Fall Activities T-shirt for men. All right, I'll yeah. talk to Eric. All right, yep. so I'll talk to Eric. See, I led the charge on that. So. There's a specific, with the flash sales, it has to be one item. So okay. we were going to do a short sleeve and a long sleeve, but the way it works out, it has to be one item. So it's only available for a week. Maybe we can do another one, and we'll okay. just do a guy's T-shirt. Uh, yeah. You know, that. by the way, again, to, to uh, the Larimer, uh, the, the the product line, it's it's amazing stuff, I have yep. to say. And it's, it's not worth stroking. I know it's a... It's a, it's a... <laughs> Privilege or promoting your own beer, but it's really good stuff. Well, and listen, I had to open the can, so I had to taste it. I'm not really a beer drinker anymore, but I mean, listen, they were open, they were yeah. there, and mm-hmm. so I did a little tasting. Uh, so yeah, so that was that's my pick. I th- definitely try it out. There's a Kathy's four pack. I mean, All how right. could you not? Nice. Uh, and then I gave a whole list of uh, my wine choices. So Caramore Estates, they're right in Fort Washington. The vineyards are right there, and they actually do tastings at their location. You can go there, um, but you can also pick up uh, their wines if you're interested 
in, you know, doing something local. Also, I put on a rosé that I love, which is a Wolfer Estate Summer in a Bottle. They're out in the Hamptons. Uh, Nobilo is my favorite Sauvignon Blanc, which um, I always find amazing when I see it on a uh, a menu at a restaurant. It's usually about fifty dollars. You can get it at ten. You can get it for ten dollars at Total Wine or fourteen dollars at the PA Wine and Spirit Stores. Wow, <laughs> yeah. nice. And then uh, my newest find is the Coppola Wine. I'm getting a little bit into reds now. You know, he's a director. Into fall. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. What? <laughs> yes, no, I know that. Uh, and it's the Eleanor Red Blend was the le- uh, the latest that I tried. So uh, that's all listed there if you're interested in some of the wines that I like. Uh, and that is under the at-home beer and wine tasting. Okay, so you guys remember last year we had goats in the studio and we did goat yeah, yoga. Right. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it is a new it thing and I couldn't believe it when I heard it. Kangaroo yoga. Kangaroo yoga! So in the theme song here... Oh, my God. uh, Kyle wasn't joking about that. No, he wasn't Uh, joking. Okay. So this is a little bit of a drive, but listen, it's not that far. You have to drive to Australia. Yeah, you have to go to... Just hop on a plane. No, it's not far for our Delaware listeners. And listen, if you're willing to, you know, hop in your car and... No pun intended. Drive drive a little ways. This is in um, Frankfurt, Delaware, and it is at the Barnhill Preserve, and they do kangaroo yoga. Oh, my God. I got to... I hate yoga, but I love kangaroos. Uh, yeah, so, well, in case, listen, when you do when you do this, there is a yoga instructor that's there that is um, guiding you through a class. But as you can see in some of the pictures, you know, like the kids are stopping, they're petting the kangaroo as it comes over, and there are staff members they said in there to kind of make they're sure they're adorable, that... especially when they rear up and kick you in the nuts. <laughs> well, they're little. These, oh, these okay, guys they're are tiny little. Ones. Yeah, right. I don't think they're huge ones. Um, so I'm hoping that in mentioning Barnhill Preserve in Frankfort, Delaware, and their kangaroo yoga, that they might bring their kangaroo is in here, I and would we also, can do kangaroo yoga. I would love that. That'd be awesome. So we'll see what happens. As things, yes, yes. That's so. And, and you went out and did it. Uh, no, so I didn't have a chance okay. to do this All yet. Right. No, I right. would love to, which is why I want them to. Come I into love the that. Studio. What else? What else? <laughs> I just want to hear this thing. <laughs> I know. So next up, I can't remember if I ever put this on my fall activities list. I, I don't think I did, but um, Norristown Farm Park, which is a lot of people have heard about it, but really haven't been there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, and it's we a We did great, a walk a mile in Hershey's event there one time, yeah. Yeah, it's a great outdoor place. They've got a nice trail. Well, they do a number of activities for kids. They actually do these walks along the trail, and a park educator uh, guides them. So it, it's great for, for kids. It's great for families. I took Jace. We did a family walk last year uh, at night. And And they're doing them now. Yeah, and they're doing them now. Okay. So there's a number of – there's specific – um, there's specific classes that you can do or activities that you can do with your family. Um, they suggest that you sign up for them just because they are watching the class size this year because of the pandemic. So uh, they have an email and a phone number that you can call. They actually don't even really have uh, an online sign up. So if you are interested in doing it, just kind of give them a heads up that you're right. going to come. But um, yeah, so they have a number of things. They have skulls, skins, and skeletons. That happens on October 10th. They have uh, the eerie animals and spooky stories, which happens on October 22nd. And then the Owl Prowl, which happens on November 14th. I love that. And a lot of the stuff that, that that is related to this and, and the trails and so on and so forth is is totally acceptable for the current situation we're in as far as spacing. And, and, and if, you, if you go on a schedule, you're totally yeah. fine. So that's great. Yeah. So that's Norristown Farm Park and their educational programs. All right. <laughs> so here's a really cool one. I was really excited about this. This is brand new. So anybody who does this, you'll be the first to do it because this, this is the first time they're doing it. But it's a drive-through Halloween house tour in Lower Bucks County. Hmm. Wait, what? 
So you drive through and look oh. at look at look at the decorated Halloween houses. So they're they're families and businesses that have agreed to like go over the top, like your house, Steve. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not just you know a pumpkin thrown in the front lawn, but right. these people have really gone out of their way to decorate their house for Halloween. There you go. They're going to be put on a map, and there's going to be suggested routes for you to drive to the, see the yes. houses. I'm down with that. I love this picture. This one house they made the house. The front of the house looked like a face with evil eyes in the windows. That is so cool. So I saw that picture and I went and I bought it. So I bought the evil eyes and we're going yeah, to try to, we're gonna try to, to do that, that too. It's at Target. Okay. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. So this. Um, I think I'm going to have to buy more stuff. So this is a little <laughs> bit a little bit later. It doesn't start until October 17th. They're giving the businesses and the families time. Time to, to ramp up. Yeah. Time to decorate. And it's not just like a, a skull on a stick. Yeah. So it goes October, October 17th to November 1st. First, and like I said, they're going to give you a few suggested route options. They also have a Facebook page. If you go to their Facebook page, again, the link uh, is on PrestonAndSteve.com. You can, uh, they'll post those routes when they're all ready to go, so you can Love follow it. one of them. Yeah. Love that. All right. Hang on a second. Brought to you by Acme Markets. <laughs> so this one's in the city. The Institute Craft Bar and Kitchen. They are having their pumpkin beer festival, which apparently is pretty popular each year. Obviously, it's going to be different than previous years. Uh, this year, you'll have to sign up. They're going to do the event over two days, October 3rd and October 4th, uh, and it's reservation only. So if you, uh, you make a reservation, it'll secure you a two-hour time block, uh, and it gives you a ticket, which uh, the ticket is for a pumpkin beer of your choosing and they're saying if you want to hang out uh, you'd like to stay longer than two hours you just reserve two uh, two spots in a row and they'll let you stay for four hours but uh, you have to keep in mind that you do need to order food in order to drink there so uh, if you're going to stay for four hours just expect to you know have some food where is this again I'm sorry um, so this is in the city it's at 525 North 11th Street right in okay. Philadelphia it's the Institute Craft Bar and Kitchen their uh, Charlie Brown Pumpkin Beer Festival still happening this year but you do need reservations for it I was a raging alcoholic. <laughs> and listen, they have, they have pumpkin beers, ciders, cocktails, uh, a pumpkin-inspired menu, all of that. Cider. All right, one more time here. Next. Lots more times. You can keep playing. Oh, it's really? Fine. No, no, no. We, oh, we have two okay. more We have two right. more left. Uh, so this is something that I actually do every single year, and I love going out there, but visit Amish country. And again, it's a little bit of a drive, yes. but it's not that far. Like, it's no. about the places that I put on here are about an hour away from... That's uh, doable. Yeah, from Philadelphia. So you go out to the Amish greenhouses, and they have a large variety of fall plants, flowers, pumpkins. The If you... So my house... I put a ton of mums out. I have a lot of planters. It costs me a lot of money. Uh, if you drive out there, you're getting a huge discount on the plants that Dude, you buy. My mom does it every year for that exact reason. Yep. She goes out to Amish country, and that's where she gets her mums and her asters. Occasionally, <laughs> you get what her asters, what to her yeah. ask? uh, asters are, are oh. a cousin to mums. Oh, okay. there we go. And yeah, Nick, that's the exact reason that I go. I will go that's out where there. I go get my ass. <laughs> just because I'm spending so much money. So I gave a few different options oh, of the greenhouses nice. that I like to visit. A lot of them don't have links. Um, they some yeah. of them have a phone number. Some of one actually doesn't even really have an address. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I work. I'm a, I'm the IT developer for my home. <laughs> uh, we had one of our servers went down, and uh, we have corn fed uh, servers. Um, but what does have a link out there? So if you are going to take the time, you're going to go out there, you're going to shop, and you do want to visit a farm, go to a pumpkin patch, you can take a tractor ride, uh, and they actually have a corn maze. It's Lidl Farm is out out that way. So. Lidl. 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 
Yes. Uh, and they're, they're corn maze. People who, uh, I have some friends that live out there, and they said that it's really cool because they do like a scavenger hunt through the corn maze. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and each okay. year, like, I guess, the, you know, they'll give you a paper, you write down your stuff, and each year it spells out a different word, the, the scavenger hunt. You have to oh, that's figure cool. out what is it. Yeah. So, um, and you can find the bodies of the people who never made it out of the no. maze last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a family-owned farm, oh. and apparently the college kids Steve. came up. <laughs> the body with the finger pointing in my direction. <laughs> it's a family-owned farm, and I think the college, their college kids uh, came up with the idea for the scavenger hunt right. in the corn maze. So uh, that's just, I love it. Yeah, See, there, there's a lot more going on than you would think. Yeah, and also there's a mum fest that takes place in Oxford, Oxford, Pennsylvania, and that's on Saturday, October 3rd. Again, all of the links on PrestonandSteve.com. Right. Excellent. So this one, this is the final one, and Preston, oh. this is... Out near you, but past you. Okay. okay. So for people who live in your area, this is going to be a good option for you guys to to do something. It's the Spooktacular Hot Air Balloon Glow Festival and Trick or Treat. Oh, my God. I yeah. love the sound of that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it was supposed to take place at um, Quakertown Airport, I think it was. But the event got so big and there was so much interest in it that they had to move it to a bigger airport. So it's at the Slattington Airport. Uh, and that is on Friday. Are you familiar with that at all, Preston? No. So uh-huh. it's for, Isn't that where you fly in and out of Slattington? Is it near Gilbertsville by any chance? So it's not far from Jim Thorpe. It's not. Oh. It's, not oh, it's, th- a, it's a little ways. Okay. It's not oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. far. Yeah. But um, it's, it's out that way. Okay. Um, so it'll take place on October 23rd from 5 to 10. More than a dozen glowing balloons will inflate at 6 p.m. Uh, tethered rides, they're saying, will begin at 5 o'clock. And this is the Lehigh Valley Hot Air uh, Balloon that is hosting the Halloween theme event. Uh, tickets are sold per car, so it's $15 per car. Now, you can uh, buy a VIP ticket for $30, which gives you lawn access, but with the standard ticket, you just stay in your car. If you buy the VIP ticket, you can get out and you can go on to the lawn. But what we're seeing here is looks amazing. Yeah, so you'll be able to drive um, through the hot air balloons. They're balloons that are lit up by the and that, you know, but the flames that are obviously inside the, yep. the the balloon that generate the heat, and you have like a huge jack o' lantern and other stuff that just looks really cool. Yeah, really cool. And uh, the kids can trick or treat. Each child uh, under ten will receive a trick or treat bag while supplies last. Uh, and so they're saying, if you want, feel free to wear costumes. They're going to do a fireworks show at ten o'clock to conclude the event. And then they said details about a possible flyout the following morning will be posted on their Facebook page. So if they're if they're able to fly these out uh, the following morning, they'll post it on their Facebook page and maybe you can take a ride back out okay wow all right so that is the fall activities 2020 list dare Dare i say dare dare i say this is my favorite activity list you've done so far (laughs) oh really yes Uh, you you really pulled you you pulled it out of the proverbial fall activity ass i have to say (laughs) wow and don't forget the flash sale for that t-shirt get your kathy's uh holiday or uh, fall activities t-shirt because i would love to be out at these places and and see if you Wearing it, yeah. If you if you can work on getting making one available for guys as well at some point, uh, I will certainly buy one. Yeah, we'll talk to Eric Simon about right. that. See if so it's you possible. WMMR.com and click on the rock shop and you'll be able to find uh, Kathy's fall activities long sleeve list. Uh-huh. All right, I'm, we're going to end with the theme song one more time because yeah. we can't just play that once. <laughs> no. And then I'm going to announce another item that we have for sale in the rock shop. So here we go. You can have a good time.
I don't even know what that is. This is Kathy's Fall Activities. Thank you for the theme song. Uh, great work, Kathy. And yeah. we have a list up posted uh, for you to see all the activities there at uh, WMMR.com so you can get the full list. All right. Uh, there's another item that is for sale. I've been waiting to announce this item for a, a while, mm-hmm. and I'm excited that it came through. I actually have a prototype that's been sitting here oh. uh, for a while. Yeah, you didn't know that? No. You haven't seen this? No. Okay. Uh, drum roll, please, oh, if you okay. wouldn't mind, uh, right. Casey, because um... this is for sale now. I would have preferred that it come out in the summertime. Yeah, no, and I understand why, but better late than never. But we now have available for you to purchase at the MMR Rock Shop an item that uh, I would consider to be a, a premium item. Yes. I'm stalling because Casey has a piece bro. of audio. Uh, that of the highest quality. It is the Preston and Steve, and I'm going to add something to this after yes. we, we tell you what it is. The Preston and Steve Shower Beer Can Holder. Yeah. So it's also a Bluetooth speaker. What? You know what that means. Oh, wow. You can listen to Preston and Steve while you drink beer in the morning in the shower. At 7 a.m. while you're drinking <laughs> beer. Uh, so, no, it's got a suction. It's got two suction cups on it. Yeah. You stick it on the wall. I love suction. Oh, wow. You can put the uh, your beer can in there, and you can then listen to the radio as well. So that is available. That's great. Uh, and you can. it says purchase this by Tuesday the 22nd at 3 p.m. So, like you said, Kathy, these things are only on sale for a limited amount yeah. of time. That's how we get them done. So, yeah. um, and uh, do we know the going rate or do you want to reveal that? I don't know. I okay. uh, To be honest, I haven't looked on there. So, if you get a chance, go take a peek and uh, purchase the Preston and Steve. And it says Preston and Steve official shower beer holder. It will go fast. On the side, yeah. You know so. what? I, honestly, you, you don't like to be, oh, we were just hawking a ton of stuff. But yeah. I love this. Uh, anything that we've done so far, I've been a fan of. Yeah. Hey, Press, I can't. I, I'm, well, I can, but I, I don't drink beer. Could I put a milkshake in there by any chance? You could put Absolutely. a milkshake in there. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. You could put a you, you soda in there yeah. as well. Uh, and, or, or stew. Anything and you want to keep cold. Anything you want to keep cold, Tommy. Uh, no, but and and since uh, I, I invented uh, beer in the shower, by the way, yes, you, you invented did. that. I did yeah, invent yeah. that, and uh, and this was my idea. Uh, I think that uh, the Larimer should create a beer for me. Yeah. Too, oh. Seeing that uh, Kathy got one for fall I activities. I got a four pack. Yeah. That's all. Are, are they going to be selling it though? Uh, yeah. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kathy got a new uh, Instagram uh, thing. It's called Kathy Floppy as well. Yes, yes. You, she's. Uh, Posed with your beers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, these are available now at uh, the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. So when you get a chance, go get them along with Kathy's Fall Activities long sleeve T-shirt. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have a couple of guests. Did you need something, Nick? Oh uh, no! You were asking the price. It's thirty bucks. Okay, for yeah, the, right. it, but it's a it's a Bluetooth speaker. It is a yeah. Bluetooth speaker. It is mind. made of a, 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 a platinum. Uh, no, it's not. It's a space age polymer. It's a space age polymer that was originally you find in space. Platinum plastic. Yes. And uh, we'll take a break and come yeah. back in a moment. Comedian Jared Freed is going to be joining us. Robert Irvine will be on the program as well. We'll be right back. 
That's you. Why do you ask? Godsmack. The Killers. Green Day. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Nick, what was that uh, tweet you uh, pulled up there a moment They're ago? just uh, moving some people around in NBC10. So uh, we knew that Vi was retiring, of course, and uh, sad to see him go. But because he's retiring, they're going to shift Tracy Davidson to afternoons. Uh, our buddy Keith Jones is going to be doing mornings with Aaron Coleman. I don't know Aaron Coleman. I do know Aaron Coleman. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, she's uh, great. Aaron's great. And then so, uh, and Bill Henley's going to be staying in the morning as well. So they're oh, just cool. moving some people around. But, um, you know, obviously we're friends with a lot of them. And it's mm-hmm. it's always interesting to see when TV personalities shift in one direction or the other. So Vi well. uh, wraps up next month. Uh, no, November, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Well, my congratulations to Tracy Davidson, who will not have to get up at 2.30 in the morning to go to work anymore. So we think we have it bad. They actually have to look presentable. We can look like monsters. They get up, they they do the morning shift. They get up way earlier than we do. So For years, Tracy did the 4 o'clock, I think. And so then she moved to mornings. They've been there for a long time. And so I guess, is afternoons, is that the 4 o'clock or are they talking about their noon show? I'm not sure. Okay. Good question. Probably the 4 o'clock. We should probably talk to Tracy sometime soon, find out what's going on. What the hell's going on? Uh, all right, well, I'll tell you what the hell's going on. We got a we got a guy who's on the line. Yeah. And uh, he's going to be performing tonight at Punchline in Philadelphia, and uh, he is indeed local, right? Is that the uh, story? Yeah, well, I think he's a... Uh, he went to Penn, I think. Penn, yeah. Penn Stater. Yeah. yeah, so uh, he knows the area, knows Philly. And that's all we need. And uh, knows the President's T-Show. Please welcome Jared Freed. Hey, yeah. This morning, Jared. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Wonderful. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm very excited to be on your show. I actually asked to come on because I am. I have a lot of friends who are huge fans. I want to shout out my best friend in the world, Johnny Irwin, has been listening to you guys like his whole life. Gadzooks. He told me to scream Gadzooks. <laughs> Fair enough. He's right. He's, He's right. biggest fan. And I have to say, I'm just so excited to be on your show. I know you... Uh, your reputation precedes you. All the comics love coming on. And, you know, I'm also, to be on the air on the same day as Robert Irvine, who's a hero of mine as well. <laughs> you're, a big, just, you're a big Robert uh, Irvine fan? Do, do you have do you have culinary chops or do you just like overly jacked guys? Well, I, I'm not jacked. <laughs> uh, I got... I got ten to lose my whole life, um, but I, <laughs> but I, um, I, I've been writing proficient in Excel on my resume for a few years now, and it's nice, you know, to be on with a uh, with a resume hero of mine. Yes, no, absolutely. Now let me ask you: so you you, you uh, you're in New York City, right? I assume that's where you're calling from now. Are you down here now? I'm in New York City. Um, I'm going to come down later today. All right. So Punchline has set up a, a, a wonderful setup. I mean, they have a you know a, a really good outdoor venue. It's going to be uh, properly uh, autumnal, I guess. Though it's really not autumn technically, but uh, the the venue is good and 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 people who perform there love it. What's been your performing status in and around New York? Uh, we've heard that it's a lot of uh, outdoor stuff as well in parks. But are are any of the clubs open up to any degree? The club, so I heard the punchline's great. I heard the setup's great um, just from people who have been down there. And I, the New York clubs are closed. Uh, there's a couple, you know, it's it's weird because I'm performing, you know, uh, in Central Park. Yeah. You know, I'm, 
and I'm like, uh, I'm on every, you know, I'm standing on top of dumpsters like a cat in a Disney movie. <laughs> 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 you know, like I, and it's like my, like when I started doing comedy, like my parents are now right. Like I started doing comedy 10 years ago and my parents were like, you'll be yelling your funnies in the street. And that's kind of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it took a pandemic to validate their projection, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that, it's like it's like Rum Tum Tugger doing a stand-up set. But you know, listen, <laughs> if you're talking about, I mean, eventually, and we we've talked about this with everyone from from Bert Kreischer to other comedians, it it's um it's you're developing another uh, tool for your Swiss Army knife of capabilities, I think. And I think some of this, I firmly believe, and I've said this before, a lot of this stuff will pour it over to you know we're going to get past this and get back to a sense of normalcy, uh, what a version of it. And you'll be able to bring whatever you've learned from this with you. Is, is that your take on it? I mean, it has to be my take. Yeah. You know, like, it, like if, it, if my take is like, uh, um, this is the end of the world, then I'd just be on stage crying every night. <laughs> and, and that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have a very positive outlook on most things. I try to look at it that, that way. You I, have I, to. I agree. I agree with you. And I also it kind of feels like I'm going back to the beginning a little bit. Cause I, you know, when you start out, you go do stand up in bars with the TV on and people are going, Hey, we're trying to watch the game. You know, yeah. like I, I kind of, I, I grew up in stand up doing that. Like, you know, and I think like right now you're seeing a lot of comics who like, you know, if they didn't do that, if they kind of like skip the line a little bit, they don't, they're like, what? We're going to perform uh, with, with a train going by? And I'm like, the train? I don't give a, you think I care about the train? I, yeah. I've had people scream at me to put on the, you know, the, the Yankees game. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm okay with this. And I, I, I do agree with you. I think like the, also like, you know, I, now I'm talking for like the first 20 minutes about, you know, stuff that's going on right now. We're all going through this together. Yeah. Not real, you know, like not, you know, we're not going through this with our rich friends. They're on their boats and at their parents' pool. <laughs> but, um, we're, you know, the normal people are, go- we're all, you know, going through a moment together and going through a feeling. So that makes it, you know, easier to talk about some of this stuff. And, you know, everyone is a little bit more on the same page than maybe they were before. We're well, all watching the same TV show, you know? I, I agree. And what happens is also, as I think, is with anything, you if you watch the news and you watch a lot, there's... There are people on the fringes on both sides, and there's extremes and so on and so forth. But the vast bulk of us are like, just, we're moving along. We'll get through this. And also, what you can provide, your chosen profession, is the ultimate release and relief because people can commiserate through you and put a positive spin on that. So, so at least you can shove that in your parents' face. Right? Yeah, that's, that's right. I, 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 I'm, I'm a healer. You're a healer. <laughs> so, no, but I, I, I totally agree with you. I am not a person that comes on to, like, tell people how to feel or tell people what to do. I'm purely there for the fun of it. Yeah. And when people come to shows, like, and they say, wow, like, thanks for talking about farts for an hour. I'm like, you know. You came to the right place. You're welcome. I am the far dealer, dude. That's that's our mo exactly. Yeah, we 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 we're completely in line on that. Yeah, and and you know what? I I'm a Penn State guy. You someone said Penn, which when people say, "Did you go to Penn?" I always just go, "Yes, I did." <laughs> <laughs> Two different schools. It. Yeah, <laughs> people. Penn really hate that, but I I'm a Penn State uh, grad, so I know. 
the Philly area a little a little bit, and it's 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 cool to go there and do shows because it's, I'm just it's familial. It, it yeah. feels like family. How do you end up going to Penn State? You're from Massachusetts, uh, maybe the suburbs of Boston. How how does uh, Penn State end up on even on your radar? Um, I this is the most millennial boon economy you know person answer I can give you. I wanted to just go like my generation is, is known for going to college for the experience, and I am right in the middle of that target. <laughs> so I was like, I want to go to a big football school. I want the Big Ten experience, and Penn State was. You know the school I got into, and that's really what it was. Okay. And, and as I and so then I came to school, and I was kind of this like, you know, it's weird because you have some people there that have been praying to the Joe Pa altar their whole lives. Yeah. Mother's mother's mother, and I was kind of outside of that. I'm like, yo, this old dude doesn't even wear a headset. Let's get rid of him. We, I, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, what is he doing? Like, what, what is he signing in? Like, what, what is he doing? Like, uh, <laughs> and everyone, and, and it's funny. It's just fun to be kind of a little bit of an outsider, even though it's Northeast, and I understand, you know, that type of, you know, person. So I, I, I love everything about Penn State. I love the like the people who went there. Like, you know, it's 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 just like they're all like salesmen. Everyone who I know is just like a you know the most social person alive. So I I, I kind of love that about it. I went there one time, uh, and it was right after I had graduated college. I went there for uh, my, my friend's sister. was uh, She played rugby, and so we went there, watched a rugby game, and then we wanted to go to a football game. I, I couldn't hang. like, I, And I did the college experience, and I almost failed out like three times because I did the college experience right. And I still couldn't hang at the level that the Penn Staters hung at. It's it's wild. It is. It's, and, it, and it's like I, I actually hosted a game show on Snapchat that like th- three people saw. And we did one season from every 14 different college football stadiums. And we went to different college football places every week. And Penn state was one of the weeks. And I was like coming home and I had forgotten just how crazy. It gets. <laughs> and I was just like walking around, like, you know, at like the time I'm 33 and I'm like, Oh my God, don't drink from that. Like I became old immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you're just jumping in, it's uh, Jared Fried. who's going to be at punchline uh, tonight and Saturday and Sunday. All right. I got a text, Jared. You're going to have to explain this. This is from somebody okay. who says, Jared roasts Uh-oh. charcuterie boards and he roasted one of mine a few months ago. What does that even mean? Okay, so I so this, so this is crazy. So like I, you know, I put out a lot of stuff. I, I on my Instagram, I'm yelling at the Bachelor. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I make videos. I'm, I'm doing a lot of things because I just like being funny. I like putting out things to the world. I do like seven thousand podcasts, and one day. One night I tweeted, I tweeted this a year and a half ago, I can tell what type of parent you'd be just by looking at your charcuterie board. <laughs> okay? It's right. a pretty simple tweet. You get it. I get it. Whatever. Then people started sending. I didn't realize, and now it's become a year and a half later, I didn't realize that every woman, charcuterie boards are like babies because every woman has a picture of theirs on their phone and they think it's great. Uh- so, I want to so send you I, mine, like right now. Yeah, no, I, me too. My, well, I'd be careful. 
<laughs> well, well, because but no, no, we, we we will not ask you. You 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 have okay to be, with it. You have to remain completely candid and true to your form. But is it all right if Kathy sends you a picture of her char- charcuterie board? Text it to me right now. All right, and I'll roast it right, right on the air. But I'm saying. So what happened was people started sending me these, and I would just say what people at your party would say behind your back. I'd be like, <laughs> who, you know, I'd be like, who wants? Why is there a pumpkin on this board? I can't eat a pumpkin. You right. know, like I don't. Stuff like that, and so it's. I get sent probably hundreds of charcuterie boards a week now, and I yell. I'm 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 known as the board lord. The board uh, lord. I love the that. Board lord. I'm the cha- chairman of the board. Um, I so I yell at these. So on my Instagram, I yell at these charcuteries, and I really, to me, it, I actually do believe. A charcuterie tells your party goer how much you care about them I, because if you're going to a party, you have skipped lunch, you're hungry, and the first thing you walk in, you don't want to look at a board that was made for Instagram. You want to look at a board that was made for your stomach. And some people care more about Instagram than they care about your appetite. I like I, I like your thinking. I, those people. Yeah, your thinking translates over to as well. I believe your hummus presentation is indicative of what kind of person you are. <laughs> Uh, be- Absolutely. Right. There's not a drizzle of oil on that hummus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Jared, my wife actually went out of her way on Sunday because she knows what a huge football fan I am. She she made me a charcuterie board just for uh, opening day for, for the NFL, and I took a picture of it. What are your thoughts on blueberry goat cheese? Um, it's a little much. It's too much blueberry for what you're looking for. The problem with sweets on the board <laughs> is that people go to, they never think of the math of the board. You can't have one-third sweets, one-third meat, one-third cheese, and then you're like, where does the crackers go? Yeah. So people go too heavy on the on the sweets because they think it's like saying, oh, I get what French people do. It makes them look <laughs> fancier than they are. You didn't go, you didn't go to even go to Whole Foods. You went to the stop and shop and you picked up a gas station blueberry goat cheese because that's who you are. So yes. we don't need you to put grapes on the board. This isn't Greek. Greece, you know, we're not in Greece with someone hanging overhead holding grapes. No, you're right. It's a wah-wah board. You gotta admit who you are sometimes. By the way, gas station blueberry cheese uh, goat cheese is my next album. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, wow. so I, I, this is absolutely right line with all. So other stuff that you do, your extracurricular activities, you talk about your podcast and you have the J Train podcast, which is very popular, uh, described as a Dear Abby. I believe you described it as a Dear Abby for dudes. Is that correct? That's kind of how it started. Yeah. So people, I, I had a very big male listenership in the beginning and people were writing in their emails asking for advice. Then it was like 95% relationship questions. And then all of a sudden... Women started getting more into podcasts right around, like, when Serial came out, like the murder mystery. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, so I started going on female-driven podcasts, and now the audience is about 86% women. And I get um, probably 50 emails a week just asking very personal dating and uh, lifestyle questions. You, you know what's funny I, is when we, when we started doing the show here, and they thought, oh, these, these, these guys are very – you know, women aren't going to be involved in the show and so on and so forth. And we just do general topics. And the best responses, our female listenership is huge. Like, yeah. people just connect on the same stuff. It doesn't matter if we get scatological. We'll get some of the best calls from, from women. It, it, does, it, it doesn't matter. And, that's you know, it's this bizarre thing that sometimes, you know, the people who are doing all the parsing of the audience say, well, they're not going to be into this. And they're not going to be into this. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, I 
totally agree with you because in the beginning I would get um, – also, I understand why a woman wouldn't want to listen to J-Train give them <laughs> dating advice. Like, I get that. Right. So I, I – I, but in the beginning, the male emails were pretty much the same. It was like, hey, I met this girl. How do we have sex? That was like every male email. Right. The female emails are so depthy. There's so much to like – there's there's meat on the bone. There's things to talk about. There's so much more there. So I, I totally understand what you're saying. It's, it, it's actually been like a pleasure. And you know what? Like for my shows, they come out. They have the best time. They don't take themselves too seriously. Again, they're in the middle. Like just like you said, there's not. I don't have a bunch of people on the extremes coming to my my shows. They're there to have a fun time and laugh. And, you know, talk about charcuterie. Well, there you go, man. <laughs> and women alike unite. Come and see Jared. He's playing Punchline tonight at 7. And tomorrow there are two shows, 7.30, 9.30. And then Sunday, 6.30 and 8.45. You can get tickets at punchlinephilly.com. Jared, I'm glad you reached out to us, man. It's nice to talk to you. And after all this crap's over, come by the studio sometime, all right? I, I would love to. This was an absolute pleasure. Gadzooks, Johnny Irwin. I, this, I fulfilled his lifelong dream. So I am so happy to be able to like come on and chit-chat with you. And I would love to come into the studio anytime and make a charcuterie board, and I'll rip into it. We'll do it. All right. We'll all Perfect. make charcuterie yeah. boards for you. All right, Jared Free. Thanks yeah. for being on, man. Take care, bud. All right, and that leads us right to our next guest who is on the line. And Jared was saying it's an honor that he was having an interview right before this gentleman. Yes. Uh, we were talking about him earlier this morning. There was a, a billboard right. uh, with Robert on, um, it's on the expressway. On it's about, it's, yeah. We found out what it's for. It's for a new ED treatment. Oh. No, it's no, not. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> it is not, but he's got a uh, he's got new cookware out yeah. oh, on, oh. uh, on QVC, which is really cool. So please welcome Robert Urban. Yo, buddy. What's up, guys? How you doing, man? And by the way, I have no trouble in that department. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think so. I had to go for the most ridiculous concept to make the joke work, and you're too virile for that. With with a wife like Gail, (laughs) you'd have to be dead. (laughs) My wife wife is actually doing uh, Pilates in the next room, so There you go. Yes. Yeah. All right, so Robert, you've got a new cookware line uh, that is out uh, on QVC, which is great because I'm looking for some new cookware. And listen, I buy I buy the celebrity chef stuff. I have a I have a knife set, a Guy Fieri knife set. Uh, I had uh, I bought uh, some of Emerald stuff in the past, and what I've found that you, that you guys make great quality stuff. The, yeah. the, the names that you know, the chefs that the you know. Robert Irvine Crockpot is something that you oh, should definitely invest in. And you, you have the Julia, <laughs> Julia Childs lingerie. Oh, yeah. You're never going to live that one down when it comes out with one, right? <laughs> well, you, 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 oh, listen, listen. Uh, chefs know what they're cooking with. They know what's good. They know what's bad. And you can always find the best product. You know, and I, and I don't normally say go out and buy a chef's product. I'm like, listen, go out and buy something that you feel is going to fit with what you do. Whether it be knives, cookware, uh, and I will tell you this: this cookware cubicle is going to blow out of the water. Titanium is pretty cool, so um, yeah, it, it's exciting. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm actually my first time on QVC. So, oh, okay. QVC, yeah. Hey, what's your what's your take on like you know nonstick uh, uh, saucepans and so on? Is it because well, I, I didn't know if chefs have an issue with with that or not? Because I, I use them, and, and after a while, they do wear out, and you got to get new ones. Yeah, you know when you find those black spots. In your food, that's not pepper. That's the nonstick coming off in your food. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't like them at all. I'm a ceramic guy um, because it's hard wearing. It 
heats up fast. It evenly distributes uh, the heat. But I've got these new lightweight titanium pans um, that do a better job, um, I believe, than any cast iron when you're doing steaks and, and chicken and stuff. So uh, we'll see how the folks well, love them. I love them. Um, that's this is, why I designed them and, and made them. So This is fortuitous because my wife and I, are, you know, we, we're, we're kind of looking at, at things to do, you know, that um, that we both have wanted to try and, 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 our, and our cooking game really needs to be elevated. She's not much of a cook and neither am I. And so we're going to get take lessons. But we also want the person to come into the kitchen to help us reset the kitchen to match our cooking capabilities. This means getting this stuff. So uh, for, for someone who you can be sort of a beginner and this will work for you as well as a as being a, a celebrity chef level. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? As we get older um, or you want to cook with your kids, you know, you can never use these hot uh, heavy pans even i can't i'm getting old next week i'm 55 so you know i look like 30 i know i know <laughs> and but, you're incredibly uh, virile <laughs> <laughs> but we got some exciting stuff there is so much stuff since uh since we talked last you know we, we're uh, putting a lot of money into lansdale uh, with buildings and new uh bottling lines and all this sort of stuff. Uh, Preston, you've been to the distillery. It's, uh, it's yeah. getting bigger and uh, it's getting more known. And hopefully it'll be a national brand at some point. But uh, and, really exciting. And Robert, we, obviously, last time we talked to you, you're, you're very tied into the the tremendous hit that the restaurant industry has taken because of the uh, coronavirus and all that stuff. Things are starting to come back online, but I know you're a, a super huge proponent of in any way possible supporting your local restaurants and businesses uh, and are you starting to see things start to come around a bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm on the road now. We just finished the restaurant in Montana yesterday. We're on our way to Wyoming today in Colorado. Um, uh, and these are restaurants that have been hit um, prior to COVID. But I just did 20 or 18 episodes of back in business um, and um, behind the scenes kind of thing. And it's really interesting. Some states are bouncing back a little better. Um, but this is a shout out to the mayor of Philly. Uh, come on, man, get this get this sorted out. We need to have uh, if the cold weather comes, these restaurants in Philadelphia yeah. are going to close and close for good. So we got to figure it out, and that's across the board, guys. It, it's it's getting a little better, but the consumer confidence piece is is tough. You know, we're told not to do this and not to do this, and and there's a lot of uh, ambiguity. Um, in, in what the rules and procedures are. And then you've just got people that are scared. Yeah, yeah. no, it's and true. I totally understand that. Hey, Robert, so. when, when the pandemic first hit and we were under quarantine, I did a lot of prepackaged cooking, you know, and I don't want to upset you, but, you know, it was like a lot of ramen noodles <laughs> and stuff and like that. And you won't, you won't upset me with that because everybody was the same. Yeah, but I, I, uh, recently, in the, in the past couple of weeks, maybe about a month or so, I, I started making my own fresh salsa. And I'm tinkering with some things, uh, you know, just kind of I was like, all right, maybe I, I need to go a little lighter on the garlic, lighter on the onion, uh, you know, add this, add that. And I wasn't sure if you had something that you would recommend because I, I do enjoy uh, fresh salsa and I have been enjoying my recipe. But I would love to hear, you know, any tips that you might have. Well, you know, I, I'm a big I'm a big lover of fresh and you know that. But, you know, the tomatoes and that, the onions, and obviously onions right now are an issue because of, of the, the callback or recall. Um, it's the spices you put in it, too. You know, are you using sriracha? Are you using chili flakes? Are you using, you know, um, whatever heat sauce it is? But, but I'm a big believer in a Japanese spice called togarashi, and I use that in salsa. Really? And you can get that in the store. Yeah, it, it's, you know, 
whenever you put a, a ground item into uh, a salsa or anything that's cold, um, it gets bitty, like almost like eating grit. So you have to make sure that you roast it in the oven and then put it in. So it's, uh, it, it allows the the spice to come out and open up. All right. Know, so, okay. All right. Uh, so like um, my, my, basically my base is just to kind of give you an idea of, of how much I'm making per like serving or whatever. I, I, 600 I'm, pounds. No, no, no. I use six, uh, Roma tomatoes. Oh. Right. So that's kind of my base. And then, then I, okay. uh, then I'll use like a, the only thing that's not necessarily fresh are the, um, I, I use like a diced t- tomato, green chili, uh, out of a can, and so that's kind of how much yeah. I'm, I'm I'm making, and so I wasn't sure how much of that. And you know what you should I, try and do? You know what you try and do? Take half of it or take four of those tomatoes and get two tomatillas and, and do it mix. Okay. Um, different different flavor, different texture. Uh, I like it that way, but, you know, it's a different way of making it, that's all. Just add some different ingredients. All right. Hey, Robert, by the way, you had mentioned boardroom spirits a moment ago. I'm starting to see that pop up more and more in bars locally, which is great. And I think there's a new product or something like a surprise or an announcement we were making this morning. Yes. What? Um, Actually, uh, do we have that soda put into there? It's coming Uh, out. Yeah, Marissa's bringing bringing it in right now. Yeah, your new ED treatment. (laughs) You are the the first guys um, where... Launching a new vodka and soda in cans, hmm. available in, in cranberry lime, pineapple and ginger, and grapefruit citrus. Ooh. It's not like anything else. Um, it's, it's real fruit. There's no GMOs. Uh, gluten-free vodka is made locally. And it's not like those spiced salsas, uh, salsas <laughs> you get, um, which is fermented sugar. All right. So, 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 uh, so this is brand new. And, uh, Kathy, what, you've, you've got a, a can over there. What does it say on it? What, yeah, what? so this is the cranberry lime, which, uh, Robert, I have to say, I am very into the vodka and sodas in a can now. I have been all uh, all summer, so I'm excited to try this. Robert, I, I had a sip of the, uh, the cranberry vodka one already. And um, what I'll say is this. It's a really clean aftertaste sometimes when you drink these they kind of uh i don't know it, it's a little too saccharine maybe they, they you know yeah. you, you can taste the corn syrup or whatever this is really yeah. smooth and I, like I, I already have a boner so uh, yeah uh, wow yeah so so there you go it, it, again it corrects that ed situation right, yeah <laughs> well, because yeah. that's fermented sugar that's not that's not soda that's fermented sugar that's right. why you get that bitter aftertaste this is a hundred percent natural real fruit there's nothing concocted in a lab, or it's real. You know, just like, and again, Preston, you went there, you saw yep. um, what we're doing there. So it's pretty exciting. Yep. It's uh, four four and a half percent, by the way, and uh, 99 calories. So that's great. For the athlete. Uh, for, for those who are, yeah, who want to drink on the run. Yeah. Uh, while they're working out. No, this is fantastic. I just tried the, um, uh, the cranberry and uh, cranberry lime. That's Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I have a can of the pineapple ginger. I don't want to open it because I want to drink the whole thing, and I'm not going to do that right now. <laughs> can you Can you taste? I, I don't have anything in front of me. interesting show. Right. Hey, Steve, here, try this one. We've this done is it the, before. Uh, this is the grapefruit citrus one. Have yeah. you gerbed on it? I have not. Okay. Oh, right. Gerbed. And oh, that's I'm kind sorry. of... Oh, I'm sorry, Nick. Oh, so, Kathy, Kathy yeah. you've, been, you've been drinking a lot of these, or you're into these now, this can thing. I think it's a big movement going on right now. I mean, yeah, we've I, been looking at it for a couple of years, but what do you think of it? Yeah, I love it. I drank it all summer, and uh, I did find one that was just the vodka and the soda, didn't have any of the additives and all of that into it. I can't do some of the other ones like you were talking about. Um, yeah. So this is perfect. Yum. I, I'm digging I'm this weird. cranberry. 
we're, uh, we're we're launching that um, probably into stores at Christmas, but people can get it right now. You go to boardroomspirits.com, you can uh, you can order it from there, or you can pick it up in Lansdale. Uh, we're delivering the Greater Philadelphia area, um, so it's pretty cool. Very nice. Um, nice, excellent. Wow. Okay, good. And we got to a little treat here this oh, morning. Nice. I'm, I'm very happy oh, about that. Gypsy. And, you, and you know what's the beautiful <laughs> bit about this? Everything we do, and you know this because because we're, we're great friends. But everything we do has a component of give back. So that's for our foundation. Um, so if you buy these, a portion of all that goes into the foundation to help first really handicap warriors frontline. Uh, Workers, et cetera, et cetera. So excellent. Cool. Excellent. Nice. Hey, Robert, I wanted to ask about this uh, documentary that you're an executive producer on, Hell or High Seas. What can you tell us about that? I got to tell you, when this comes out, it's uh, it's about a young man who had post-traumatic stress, a Navy swimmer by the name of Taylor, Taylor Grieger, um, decided, and this is the most amazing, he decided that he's going to jump on a set, well, first of all, buy a sailboat, fix it up via watching YouTube, and sail around Cape Horn. Oh, boy. Um, I, I got to tell you, uh, there's a moment in the documentary, and he didn't want it put in, um, but it's really about helping folks with post-traumatic stress, and I and I uh, managed to get him to put it in. But, you know, the reason he did, he wanted to do this trip is because he wanted to kill himself. Oh, He'd wow. had so much stress in his job, he put a Glock uh, 9mm um to his head and, and pulled the trigger and it didn't it didn't go off it misfired. Oh Whoa! Um, and and this is such a I can tell you I I watched it uh, all the raw footage the raw footage is some of the most spectacular cinematography cinematography I've ever seen in my life and this was done on GoPros and by by him I mean they leave Pensa, uh, they leave Pensacola go into the biggest storm of the century there's a fire there's a it, it's just going to be spectacular but. We, we he asked me to come on as executive producer and, and help him do this this documentary and I have to tell you it's emotional it's raw and the message is unbelievable. Wow! And the guy's an amazing. Guy. So when is this out? So hopefully uh, in the next couple of months um, we're, we're in the final process right now of you know where do we roll it out, um, the color correcting and all those kind of things. Um, so it, I will let you guys know, but I, I'm going to tell you, uh, it will, it will make you think about life for sure. Okay. Uh, and all the veterans out there really help them. And, and the, the whole end of this is that, uh, the Robert Irvine foundation is going to help, uh, Taylor, um, put a program of sailing together for veterans, uh, hopefully in the, in the Florida area, uh, if not somewhere else, we're not sure yet, but. Um, he's already got one boat. We're probably going to get another boat and invite uh, guys with post-traumatic stress to come in and, and sail and, and do all those kinds of things. That's great. Right. So, Excellent. Well, a lot of stuff going on. That sounds really cool. Um, it sounds very compelling. Uh, but just to remind people, the new cookware line coming out QVC September 27th, uh, available for retail uh, next year in the spring. And then the vodka and soda from Boardroom Spirits is coming out by your same maybe Christmas time. Uh, and then the movie, as always, you're doing way too much, man. You're, you're an overachiever. Wait, don't forget, you can still get it now. You can get the cans now. If okay. BoardroomSpirits.com. They're just being stores at Christmas. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Oh. Excellent. Well, I will get some for sure. It is always a pleasure, sir. Good to talk to you, and and we'll, we'll catch up soon, okay? Thanks, guys. And, uh, I, I'm looking at a new crock pot next. Ah, <laughs> Look at that. You got to give the KC name credit. There we go. All right, Robert Irvine. Yay. Thanks, Robert. Take care, bud.
All right, let's take a break. Come back in just a moment, Tim. We got some B file stories and more on the way when we get back. The Preston and Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, bizarre file. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. All right, I love this uh, first story. An employee at a children's toy store claims she accidentally added WAP WAP oh. to the store's playlist. <laughs> oh, yes. And that it really irked every mom standing in the aisles. The of employee course. shared her experience on Reddit, explaining she was sick of the two CDs that her employers uh, deemed suitable to play over the store loudspeakers, so she went on Spotify, made a playlist of what she thought were family-friendly songs, but two hours into her shift, she realized she had accidentally added the song to the playlist. The Cardi B and Megan The Stallion song aired. She said that it would it was what made it worse. Uh, was the fact that when the song played, she was stuck at the front of the store emptying a register and couldn't immediately walk away to turn it off. Oh, jeez. She sent another employee with her keys to turn it off, and then she used her best customer service voice to apologize over the PA system. But, Mommy, kitty cats don't like to get wet. Uh, the horrifying story has gone viral on Reddit, earning uh, over 1,000 comments from users impressed with the woman's quick thinking. Wow. A viral video posted to Twitter this weekend shows five girls cruising down Route 50 near Bowie, Maryland in a stolen golf cart, apparently determined to make it to D.C. after missing their lift ride. And they're in a golf cart. Yeah, this is on a highway. Yeah. So the video was captured by Gregory Green, who happened to drive past the girls and told them what they were doing was not safe. The driver of the golf cart asked Green if he would give them a ride since he was recording them with his phone. Some of the teens in a video could be seen trying to hide their faces with their masks and bonnets. Uh, and he said, yeah, I'll give you a ride because y'all need to pull over. Where did they put their golf clubs, Preston? Uh, but the girls kept driving and told Green to stop recording them. I'm just saying it's dangerous, he said. I don't want y'all to get hurt. Green's daughter, Carrie, uploaded the 54-second video to Twitter saying somebody <laughs> called their parents. Video has over 3 million views now. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> One Twitter user found the Instagram account that belongs to the girl who claims to be the driver behind the wheel of the golf cart. The driver oh, revealed that they drove the golf cart on the highway because they had missed their $35 lift pickup. Uh, she said, y'all really think me and my bitches just going to ride in the golf cart in the highway? We really missed our $32 lift from Bowie to D.C., her friend later corrected her, saying the ride was actually $35. Oh, okay, well, that, that, that we understand. Yeah. Uh, the Bowie Police Department confirmed the incident and said that the five teenage girls on the golf cart were later taken into custody after being charged with uh, stealing the golf cart from Alvista Bowie Apartments. Uh, all of the girls were either 15 or 16 years old. And they're they're not even on the shoulder. I mean, they're, they're in, in the, the road, yeah. which is, okay, whatever, man. Uh, here's another story out of Maryland. A man will spend 18 months behind bars for ramming his truck into City Hall over a water bill dispute last year. Rodney, That'll fix it. And not just once. Rodney Davis pleaded guilty to first-degree assault and malicious destruction of property. Uh, Judge Fred Hecker sentenced him to 10 years in prison uh, with all but 18 months suspended on the assault charge and three years in prison with all but 18 months suspended on the malicious destruction charge. God prison. damn, yeah! 
The prison time will run concurrently. He will also have to pay uh, over $50,000 in restitution to the city. Officials said Davis rammed his truck into City Hall six times on August 30th after the city shut his water off. How did he get six times off without somebody? I assume there are armed personnel around City Hall. Not then. His wife was reportedly on the phone with Councilman Joseph Vigilotti minutes before the crash when Davis was heard saying uh, he was, quote, done with the city. And planned to drive his truck into the building. One person, an IT manager for the city, was inside the building. So he's the only one. It was 5.45 in the evening. So it was nearly, I guess, near closing time or it was closed when the incident occurred. Most other staff members had left for the Labor Day weekend around an hour before the Dodge Dakota crashed into their desks. Uh, The damage forced the city to close the building for several days. But, uh, yeah, that guy's a little unhinged. Two brothers accused of riding motorcycles off-road and harassing bison in Yellowstone National Park have have pleaded not guilty. Don't harass bison. Uh, Della McAllister of Provo and Tyler McAllister of Gilbert, Arizona, entered the pleas Monday before Judge Mark Carmen in uh, Yellowstone, and each was charged with operating motor vehicle prohibited areas and prohibited areas in feeding, touching, teasing, frightening, or intentionally disturbing wildlife. The two drove off-road near Fountain Flats Drive in western Yellowstone uh, Friday evening. Video post online showed motorcyclists riding off-road with several uh, within several feet of a group of running bison, including some calves. A visitor in Yellowstone are required to stay 25 yards from bison and at least 100 yards from bears and wolves. Visitors may not go off-road on vehicles or bicycles as well. My wife was just there, had an awesome time, and the bison are plentiful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then one last story. Uh, someone's gotten away with two crimes using the same fake company name in Canada. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police say the first incident was when a truck, which was subcontracted to carry meat from Brooks, Atlanta to Canada near Calgary, and the delivery never showed up. The Mounties say that the truck was operating under fraudulent documents and under the fraudulent name of Transport Pascal Charland. Uh, you know what I love? Meat. <laughs> well, it was $230,000 worth of beef. Wow. And less than a week after that, seven hot tubs were stolen. So they're they're branching out. They're going to beef and hot tubs. Beef and hot tubs. That'd be a great business. That would be beef yeah. and hot tubs. Opening soon. Beef and hot tubs. <laughs> I love that name. Uh, it's not clear if it was the same truck or not. The, uh, the Mounties described the suspect as a tall white male with a heavy build and short brown hair. And they're asking with anybody that has information to contact. Well... If you're not interested in the tenderloin, can I interest you in a hot tub? And that is what I have in the bizarre file. We're going to break. We're going to come back. We're going to test your knowledge of the program. Lesson question, trash, music news. Those things are on the way. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our week is zipping along. Friday before you know it. No sad bro. No sad bro allowed on well, Fridays. At the end of this show today, yeah, is it Friday. technically the weekend? It will be. <laughs> Almost said it. See, everybody's getting on board with yeah, the Casey yeah. mentality, so I love that fact. Uh, so we're going to give away a prize for our lesson question, and today we have a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Uh, and let's see, how about this? Who is John Boyega's spokesperson? 215-263-WMMR. This, this might be a tough one. I don't know. Uh, you know him if you listen to the show. Uh, but who is John Boyega, the actor, the Star Wars guy from um, 
who is his spokesperson. We had it in uh, Celebrity Trash earlier this morning. Or not in Celebrity Trash. We had the entertainment report. <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. We are going to do Hollywood Trash now, though. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let's see if you uh, got some stories for us, Steve. I'm sure you do. What's going I on? I do, yes. The James Bond movie, No Time to Die, is being slotted for a possible November 20th release date. In the modified COVID edit, Bond will face his most formidable foe yet, a guy openly sneezing into his hand. Hey! Sources close to Katie Holmes saying she and boyfriend chef Emilio Vitolo Jr. are very active sexters. In fact, the two are supposedly so active that both their phones have contracted syphilis. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Caitlyn Jenner was completely left in the dark when plans to wrap up Keeping Up with the Kardashians was announced. Caitlyn says she just happened to hear about it at the Home Depot where she was getting a Brazilian. <laughs> That's your Hollywood. All right, let's see if uh, somebody knows the answer to this question. This is going to be a tough one. We have two really hard questions. I couldn't decide which one to go with. But uh, who is John Boyega's spokesperson? Uh, we'll go to uh, Rich for the answer. Hey, Rich. Hey, yeah, Rich. Uh, I'm going to say Preston Alec Baldwin. No, not uh, Alec Baldwin. Sorry, we were talking about him earlier this morning, but that's it. And Rich is the only person who dared to call him. Oh really? So yeah, yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to try some other ones. Oh, man. While we're well, you know what? Actually, let's do music news. And wait, see wait, if... wait, wait, wait. I Ooh. got your mu- winning music there, and now you can. Ah, okay. We're gonna do uh, music news, but if you if you if you know, uh, you can call two one five two six three W M L. Preston and Steve's music news on ninety three three W M M R. Uh, brought to you today by Salus University. Uh, Salus University offers some of the fastest growing and highest paid health professions in the country, including optometry and audiology. Salus University, the future of health science since 1919. To apply, visit salus.edu. Uh, the Killers are set to form at the Las Vegas Raiders home opener next week. Uh, the band will perform at halftime uh, during the Raiders Monday night football match against the uh, New Orleans Saints. At uh, Allegiant wow. Stadium. Okay. Yes. I'm like, Allegiant Stadium? <laughs> Where's Allegiant? <laughs> At Allegiant Stadium <laughs> on September 21st. Uh, according to Billboard, Las Vegas Raiders President Mark Bedane uh, said in a statement, We're lucky to get the killers. We were honored they were willing to do it, and we've been looking forward to this for a long time and obviously have been very flexible with what's been going on the last six months. We don't know. Uh, what the game is going to look like, uh, or didn't know what it was going to look like. We did know that it was going, what was going to be allowed or not allowed. It's probably going to be a, a bunch of guys on the field uh, running in opposing directions. Maybe. Yeah. Killers are from Vegas, right? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Metallica, the White Stripes, Dave Matthews and friends, James Brown, and My Morning Jacket and More among the 13 headline acts for Bonnaroo's virtual reality event. Okay. Which will stream on Bonnaroo's YouTube uh, September 24th and 26th. In addition, the Beastie Boys final concert performance, which was held at Bonnaroo back in 2009, will stream during the event. It will be more than 35 performances and once-in-a-lifetime collaborations will be on offer from a bunch of different acts. There's a whole list of them here. Some people I'm familiar with and others I've never heard of before. Now you can be an an obnoxious poser in your own home. Yeah, you don't have to bother other people with that. Uh, let's see here. Nikki Six says, despite his strong political beliefs, the life he led prior to getting clean would all but rule out ever holding public office. Uh, Six told Yahoo, uh, "I would be, 
I would be too worried if my checkered passed. And then he says, but then, then again, look at our president and laughs. He said, but seriously, I consider myself to be uh, the worm on the hook for a lot of what we're doing right now. I don't think it's my job to be political about it, but I will definitely help push the wagon up the hill for as long as I've got it in me. And that's forever. I care and I want to make a difference because without my own recovery, without my own sobriety, I would be dead. And what a shame that would be that I never got to help or I never got had anybody around to support me. And I missed all these beautiful opportunities, those beautiful children that I've had, the music that I've gotten to write, uh, the photography and painting and books. Uh, for six, the scarecrow he got to make it with Floral and Hardy. Uh, <laughs> helping people get clean and manage their sobriety is his top priority. He said, I think that the most important thing for me is if there's anybody out there dealing with what I was dealing with or some version of it, if we can help them see there's a door and give them a key, that's enough for me. I don't need to be paid for my services or patted on the back or given an award. Volatilities. <laughs> And with then, Nikki Six, and then one last uh, bit of information. It looks as though fans have gotten a sneak peek of some of Peter Jackson's Get Back movie, featuring outtakes from the Beatles' Let It Be film. In the new promotional video for the tie-in uh, book of the film, uh, there are a handful of movie clips frozen into an animated turning of the pages, which shows the remastered January 1969 footage. Incredible, lifelike visuals. Let It Be Project has long been renowned for spotlighting the Beatles' split and the ultimate breakdown of John Lennon and Paul McCartney's partnership. In the early years of the band's split, John Lennon admittedly went over the line when bashing McCartney, slamming him personally, along with his extended family and the music he made in the years following the group's breakup. But Paul, I want a little cuckoo. But Paul admitted that uh, he took it all with a grain of salt. He said, it doesn't mean that I didn't get hurt when he said hurtful things about me. He said, but I knew from my relationship with him that the kind of person John was, was that he was quite likely to say that about anyone, but not necessarily likely to mean it. He often said things he didn't mean. A friend like that, a good friend, takes doesn't take you at your last act, takes the whole picture. And he said, and I know that when he died, that was one of the great things that Yoko did for me, was that she took me aside and kind of said, you know, he did love you. And she was gracious enough to do that for me, you know. And then she went, <laughs> which is what she does. Uh, so, Would you please stop that. The movie's supposed to be fantastic. It's set for release on. Uh, it was set for release on August. Uh, t- or no, I'm sorry, August 31st, 2021. He's a great documentarian, Peter Jackson. Um, the World War One documentary he did. It uh, was fantastic, and um, I can't wait to see this. And also, we're, we're going to have a guy on, is it tomorrow, Nick, about yeah. a Beatles movie? I'll get you more details on that uh, when we wrap up the show, but it sounds really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this guy we're going to be talking to. All right, and that is what I have in music news. Let's see if we can get an answer to the question, and it is, uh, who is John Boyega's uh, spokesperson? And I am going to go to Bill, see if he can get the answer. Hey, Bill. Hey, Preston. Hi. Is it uh Bill Weston? It is Bill Weston. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How'd you ever guess? John Boyega. Hang on a second, Bill. We are going to give you a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Bonefish Grill helps make feeding families easy and delicious this fall. Bonefish Grill. And you can check out their expanded menu featuring all-time favorites, new surf and turf pairings and family bundles uh, starting up at $30 for up to five people. Order online. At bonefishgrill.com, delivery from DoorDash and Uber Eats, or dine in whenever you're ready. Cracklin' Rosé. Hey, by the way, so there was an email 
Or, I'm sorry, a text that I was going to uh, to mention. Not this one, Nick, but okay. another one Okay, because this one's a, a, a world exclusive. Uh, I and mean, you can get to it later if you want, but... All right, do you want me to mention it real yeah, quick? Yeah, I, I just I was surprised to hear from... And then somebody needs some help, by the way. So All right, we can do both. We, there's not much we can't do. It says, uh, I'm in Captain Phillips. And it says, hey, guys, this is Tom Hanks. Did you know that Jake Matera has a comedy show at Punchline tonight? Wow, man. <laughs> it's at 7.15, and boy, is he funny. I was going to cast him in Captain Phillips. Oh, I see. It's not yeah. I'm in Phillips. Okay. So anyway, wow. Thanks, Tom Hanks. Thanks. That's amazing. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. That's great. Thanks, Tom. It's uh, a te- hell of a story, too. Somebody had texted in and said that they have a bird in their house and they don't know how to get it out. Move. Uh, <laughs> no, but they said it's flying from, it's like hitting walls. Oh. And so if you know how to get a bird out of a house... <laughs> Text in or, or whatever, and we'll come back and we'll see if we can uh, reveal right. the best way to do it. Because I've had it happen too. Uh, it's hard. It's very difficult, especially depending on the bird, because they don't. You can leave the doors open. Yes. They don't know where the doors they are. They don't. They have no idea. So they're not um, used to using doors. Let's uh, let's take a break and see if somebody knows a surefire way, or you could use the internet. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Mo Lauda and the Humble. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Mo Lauda and the Humble, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. About ready to wrap up today's program as we do. And uh, we'll get the letter of the day for a moment. But I want to, in a moment, I want to thank our guest. Uh, we met a new uh, friend, Jared Freed. He was very funny, very nice guy. Yeah, he was a good dude. And he's performing at uh, Punchline Philly tonight. Is that where uh, uh, Tom Hanks talked about uh, that other guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well? So, no, no, Jared one. is tomorrow night, right? Uh, no, no, he's, no, he's tonight. He's tonight. Okay. And uh, tomorrow. Tom Hanks? And Saturday. Yeah, but I was curious. Oh, I wanted... it? Yeah, it's at the same place. Oh, All right, right, good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Tom Hanks endorses Jake Matera opening for Jared Freed. That's <laughs> great, man. That's awesome. Jake. Uh, and, uh, yeah, getting Tom Hanks to yeah, text him like that. That's great. It's really cool. <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, uh, you can go and get your tickets at punchlinephilly.com. Robert Irvine was Yay! wonderful. Got a new cooking line. Uh, and Boardroom Spirits has, and they, they brought in, nobody's had this before, nobody outside of Boardroom Spirits has, uh, the new vodka and soda line, uh, which is available. You can order it through uh, boardroomspirits.com. And it's really good. Kathy, you were going on yeah, about it Yeah, I like it. I, I really like it a lot. Um, so you want to... Uh, Order that if you can. They're right there in Lansdale. So they're a local company. And, uh, of course, uh, Robert's a big proponent. And uh, uh, they, they donate uh, money to uh, the Robert Irvine Foundation, all that other good stuff. And so. his work with uh, ED treatments is Oh, it's uh, amazing, phenomenal. right? Phenomenal. Thank God. And uh, also, thank you to Kathy Romano for yeah. the fall activities, fall activities. Uh, this year. <laughs> and the full list is at WMMR.com. And if you don't get your Kathy's Fall Activity T-shirt... You're going to miss your opportunity because they're selling like crazy. Uh, it's a little, uh, it's almost frightening Yeah, how fast they're moving. And Listen, everyone loves fall activities. You need a shirt to go along with it. <laughs> and um, we also, you, you get the full list of the activities at WMMR.com. So go take a look at that. 
And also we have the Preston and Steve uh, beer shower can, shower beer can holder. Yes. And Bluetooth player. I mean, it does everything. So Except, you know, rub your back. Like Steve was saying, it's <laughs> it's waterproof. You put it in the shower with you. You yes. can listen to MMR while you're having your beer in the shower. In the morning as there you're was, getting bombed. There was an ordering problem with it, I think, and they're trying to straighten that out. Yeah, it said it was sold out. So if you went to buy it and it said sold out, it is not sold out. Just give it a minute and go back and it'll be available. I'll try to reiterate that tomorrow. Yeah. So it's a great people, feature of the site. It, yeah. It, it, it pre-shows <laughs> sold out when it's not sold out. <laughs> Uh, so I was like, wow, we sold them out. Well, wow, unbelievable. No, We're geniuses. No, something's wrong with it. Uh, hi, Brent Porsche. I want one of those. Yes, we can get you one that of those. That sounds very cool. And Nicole, here, I'll show you. We have the, the prototype here in the studio. And um, this is it. It says Preston and Steve. Wow, that is awesome. Uh, official shower beer holder, and it's got suction cups. Those are some heavy-duty suction cups on the back there. Yep. Yeah, we're not two, screwing around. Two really big ones, and uh, <laughs> it's got the Bluetooth player here, so you pair it up with your phone. Uh, listen through the Sweet. app, and you're good to go. Excellent. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, shall we do the letter? Let's do it. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. By the letter V is in vodka spritzers. Excellent. And we have a $300 Visa gift card from Ardent Credit Union, where free checking pays you cash. You can visit ardentcu.com. Uh, dot org for more information. We'll give that away tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. It's fantastic. <laughs> we'll be unbelievable. Uh, start to ushered in with uh, Brent's show today. Yeah, it's coming up. We got some good stuff, man. Workforce blocks today. It's the 29th anniversary of the release of Use Your Illusion One and Two. Wow. So wow. GNR making a rare Workforce Block appearance today. Uh-huh. Uh, also, Block alone, some George. He was in town back in '83. Big show. I think Booker T and some others were with him as well. And tomorrow is the 28th anniversary of the release of the movie Singles. So we're going to be doing a block of all cool tracks from the uh, singles. One of my favorite movies. With that GNR record, I remember it was a midnight release. and uh, So Tower Records, uh, yeah. uh, that you could get them. And, and, and I loved GNR at that, yeah. that point in my life. And so I, I went to the record store and, and wow. got both CDs. And yeah, I mean, uh, there are, it's a really good double album. It really is. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. The Strange is on there, November Rain, and it's, it's good stuff. I thought you were going to talk about singles, man. All the Pearl Jam stuff yeah. on here and everything else. Yeah, there's good stuff too. on there, too. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Anything from Citizen Dick that you're going to be playing? <laughs> That'd be cool if I did. Were there any songs from Citizen Dick on the I, in, Maybe, in like, the samples. I know Eddie better play drums in that band. Okay. And Touch Me, I'm Dick is pretty good. But it was like, State of Love and Trust and Breath. a compliment for us. Yeah, right, yeah. But I got some good stuff coming up from the singles. Can I see that real quick? I've forgotten what all was on there. Let me, let's peruse this real quick. Yeah. Wood, breathe. Um, the mother love bone stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Nearly lost you. That's a great song. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Well, yeah. It's going to be a good show today with uh, Mr. Porsche. Make sure you stick around. Spend some time with him. And I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Tomorrow on our program, I mentioned this in Music News. We're going to have this gentleman. His name is Paul Saltzman. And he has a documentary called Meet the Beatles in India. He was on a... He was trying to get to the Maharishi. Yes. And he got there, and the Beatles were there, and they weren't letting anybody in. But he said, hey, please, please, pretty please. And they let him come and stay. And he essentially spent, like, ten days with the Beatles. That's awesome. And it was just an average Joe who was who was backpacking. And uh, he's got some really cool stories to tell about that time while the Beatles were there. So we'll talk to him about that. And actress Amy Rutledge will oh, be joining us tomorrow, too. She's a local gal yeah. in this uh, really twisted-looking movie with Will Wheaton. Uh, Will so Wheaton? We'll ta- Will, Will Wheaton himself. 
And uh, we'll tell you more about that tomorrow. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. hate you. Line. I got all my mirrors in my car twisted up and down, right side up. Because all these jerk-offs with these LED headlights, all they do is block me and tailgate you. Oh, look at me. I got the LED headlights. Collagens work fine, drive slower. Stupid dumb bitch. Next message. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, today is Kathy's Selectivity. Next message. My name's Bob. I'm a speakless rooster. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.